In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast, where we review, break down and sometimes argue about all things TV and film. It's not a shock, it's Connor, it's Craig, it's me, Brad. How the hell are we? Oh, bloody great. Back in the office. I, <laughs> I, f- I forgot about what you said already. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say to you, mate. Tell them, tell them what is it, your three days yeah, back yeah, in? Yeah, back in the office, three days. Just like that. <laughs> Craig, Craig did say to me before you come here, he believes his yeah, company I've, is yeah. on the verge of asking. Yeah, they're on the way, Ooh. they're on the way in. I will not stand for it. <laughs> Must make a stand. So the next two hours, we're going to be calling out companies. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, obviously check us out. Socials, at Weekly Cut Twitter and at Weekly Cut underscore on the Instagram. It's a bit of a stacked agenda this week when I looked at it. The Rock type hyping up a new mystery project. We'll get into that. Jason Momoa could be the villain. He's joined the cast of fan- Fantastic 10. Fantastic. It might be. Fast and Furious, Tim. <laughs> it's not fantastic. Um, as well as all the latest from Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and yes, even a bit of Mortal Kombat sequel news. Ooh. Looked at Connor for that one. Uh, <laughs> our main segment today will be a reaction and mid-season review to James Gunn's Peacemaker on HBO Max, which is doing extremely well for some reason. We'll tell you why. Uh, and now, before we get started, there is a score to settle right here at the Weekly Cut. Yes. If you listened last week, um, you'll know what it's about. If you didn't, I'll explain it. I've got a little game I like to call Name That Movie. I'm going to give you uh, a set of quotes. There's eight here and point for each one. Connor, it didn't smash it, but you did win last week by a fine thread. Yeah. So you're winning one nil. We have done a double or nothing on this one, but we have decided if Craig wins, we are going to a tiebreaker next week. So yeah, Connor can win it today. I will win it. Oh, okay. that's it. Right. So I'm ready to start straight in. As I said, eight quotes. I don't want the character, anything like that. Just give me the film. But remember, you do get frozen out if you say anything that's not the title of the film. So just we don't just first one to shout it. Yeah, first one to yeah, shout okay. it. Just like last week, okay. I'll be as fair as I can. I trust you as well. Okay. So both ready. Yep. I'm nervous again. <laughs> right. Here we go. It's the first one. I'm going to make this pencil disappear. Uh, Joker Dark Knight. Joker Dark Knight, uh, to be fair. I did go for character first. But I did just say yeah. the rules. <sighs> what? The, the Dark Knight. I, I, it's part of the rules, unfortunately. <laughs> it's part of the rules. Damn. Okay, yeah. I will okay. be listening to any... It that, is, that was a look into the process in my head. <laughs> it has to be yeah, title okay, okay. of the film. Here we go. Next one. Are you not entertained? Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'm going to go point each. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, Yeah. I couldn't couldn't call that one. Bloody, that was quick. Uh, Here we go. Bit of a longer one. Hear me. It is true what many of you have heard. The machines have gathered an army and as I... Matrix. Yes. Well done. Fair enough. (laughs) Here we go. So, two all now. Two one. Yeah, it's still two one. You have to point each. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) We will not go quietly into the night. Interstellar. No, frozen. Oh, fuck. Wouldn't go quietly into the night. Yeah, I know the Interstellar quote. That's why I confused <laughs> it. I will, um, I'll come with a clue in a second, but yeah, that does I'll, bring... I'll, I'll so you've got, little, yeah, I'll have yeah, you've got a little time here. I'll, I'll have a little bit of the Pepsi I know, I know this as well. Go quietly into the night. Uh, Very famous line. Yeah. Uh, oh. 
I'm gonna have to just throw one out because I don't want to waste time. Um, let's go with um, Batman. No. Okay, back in clue. Here we go. Yep. Um, it's said by a president in the movie. Um, Independence Day. It is oh, indeed. Just, oh, just, yeah, it yeah, is no. indeed. That Thank is outstanding. You. That oh, is outstanding. Yes. Well played. Damn. Uh, three, three one. one. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, next one. You have saved our lives. We are eternally grateful. Toy Story. Yeah. That was so quick. That's a little alien, isn't it? Yeah. I, I tried to say it not. Yeah. I tried to be nonchalant about it. Cracking, God. That might be game. On five, was it 4-1? Four, 4-1. One, five, one. Four, one, but four, one. we got one point each, didn't we? There's three left. How many's left? Uh, there's three left. You can only tie. Uh, you can tie, but then I'll go to a tiebreaker. Okay. I think, yeah. 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 Um, Turn his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> they say that the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I respectfully disagree. Oh. I, I prefer the weapon you only have to fire oh, once. once. What is that? A Star Wars. <sighs> oh, wait. wait oh, see, I, I don't, I'm out. I don't I know. I know that quote because I, f- I finished it off. I know what it is. Yeah, I don't I know. I've heard of one you have to fire once. Um, I can't say anything to give any clue at the minute, so I'm yeah, just going to leave it. I'm going to have to chuck one out because I don't know it. Um, I'm going to go. It's not going to be right. Django? No. Okay. I think so. Clue. Yeah, the quote one more time. Yes, you can. They say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I respectfully disagree. I prefer the weapon you have only have to fire once. I've really avoided saying it in the man's way. <laughs> I finished this quote off because I know what this is. Uh, got, let's go for the clue. Then. Clue is fingers on buzzers because I can't think of any of you. Mm-hmm. They're all easy clues. So fingers on buzzers. Be looking at yours. It's a, it's a weapon demonstration for the Jericho missile. Iron Man. Yes. Oh, yes. Tony Stark stands up, stands up <laughs> yeah. and says it. Okay. Win. Okay. All right, 4 2. I need to get these next two, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Mankind was born on Earth. It was never meant to die here. Ooh. These are good quotes because I know this yeah, one as well and I can't think what it is. Martian? No. All oh, going frozen. Yeah, You've got time now. Frozen! I shouldn't have said anything. Should have <laughs> never meant to die here mankind was it, born on earth it was never it meant, was never meant to die here this is some sort of alien invasion film or oh yeah i do recognize this quote actually i've is it um uh planet of the apes no oh good uh, logical oh. guess to be fair um okay uh again i don't know any yeah. other clue that is not just really obvious so fingers i have to look at you again to make sure you're ready mm-hmm. yeah the film centers around a bookshelf. Interstellar. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Get in. Uh, and the oh, I've got it. That's not why I thought that was from at all. But fair the enough. Do you recognise the quote? The, I do now. Yeah. 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 Um, the just for pride. Then here we go. <laughs> just for just for pride. Here we go. I'm dishonest, and a dishonest man you can always trust to be dishonest. Honestly, it's the honest ones you want to watch out for because you never you never can predict when they're going to do something incredibly stupid. I have no idea. Joker? No. Sounds like a Joker quote. Yeah. Um, Again, if I said it in the bloke's voice, you'd get it, you'd have, I wouldn't have finished the, the, the lines. <sighs> Absolute fantastic movie. Um, and the rest were not great. Oh, so it's a, it's a superhero <laughs> film. I think it's No, it's not. Oh, see, I was going to say Wolf of Wall Street. I'm going to say Wolf of Wall Street because I won anyway. Okay, no. Uh, the, the clue, clue is... Then. Um, it is a okay. Fair enough. Uh, Johnny Johnny Depp says the quote. Price Caribbean. 
point each. Yes, it was. Close to a black pearl? <laughs> it is. Ah, well. <laughs> Time. So, so uh, unfortunately, Damn, Craig, that yeah. does bring the Name That Movie no, game to an end, and Connor is victorious. That's fair. It's now time for News, News, News. Craig won't be talking for the rest of the day. Okay, so let's go straight into it. A little bit of gaming slash movie slash let's just talk news. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has revealed in an interview that he is an, has another video game adaptation uh, on the way. And this is now a quote. We're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass, I can't say that in an English accent, <laughs> uh, games to on screen. One that I've planned for years. Now, uh, I've got a little list here. What you might is, Does anything jump at you right now or what you think it may be? I, I think, I don't think, well, I think it's Fortnite. They're going to somehow do a Battle Royale <laughs> movie. doesn't necessarily have to be have the aesthetics of Fortnite, but, you know, he's very... Yeah. He had his own character. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even a movie character. It was just him mm. in a suit. Um, but I've seen the rumours that the most likely one is a Call of Duty film. Mm. Oh, okay. But isn't that just a regular army film? Yeah. It's not really a Call of Duty... I unless, agree. unless they keep respawning, I agree with that. Or going to buy weapons like we keep doing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But the, yeah. the main four, which people are sort of are saying, it's definitely going to be one of these ones. I personally would just like it to be Call of Duty. As much as I like The Rock, I don't want him to touch these other two. But the, the four are Call of Duty, which we spoke about, Fortnite, which we spoke about, and then you've got God of War and Gears of War. Now, I, I really would. I can't see him as anyone in uh, as in Gears of War personally. Um, God of War. Um, no, I would like him. That needs to be a bit more darker, and and he's he's a bit more action comedy type. So yeah. a, a bald Momoa could do. Yeah, Kratos from God pretty of War. good. Yeah. Uh, so, what, anything from you? Can't anything you would like, or do you care? Yeah, I think I don't care at this point. The Rock can do whatever he wants, <laughs> but I think Cordrick your Fortnite works because he's the same in everything. Yeah. Mm. So if you give him like Gears of War, everyone be so hyped. Or even God of War. Yeah. Did I say Gears of War? You said Gears of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was one of the... One yeah, of Gears of War, yeah. God of War. Everyone be really hyped because they're massive games. Mm. If you've got The Rock playing the lead, he's not the best of actors. Mm. No, I agree with you. sort of a dampen it a bit. So I think... I, I genuinely think it, it could be Fortnite. Like, The Rock's demeanour and acting ability would could easily fit in. You know, you know what Fortnite's like. It's a bit, little bit jokey. He's not taken seriously. Even the cutscenes and stuff in between when the islands are blowing up and stuff. And you could... Just make a Battle Royale type of film. Yeah, but like, that, wouldn't that be like, um, what's the films? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Or the actual film's called Battle Royale, <laughs> where there's a load of kids dropped an island. Is that a Japanese film? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Or that. But yeah. Well, yeah, but if he's doing, I mean, that's where the idea of all these Battle Royale yeah. games are from. Yeah. You could, if you didn't do it actually like kiddie Fortnite, you, or even if it's the Call of Duty film and they, they're doing their, a version of Battle Royale mm. film, I would quite be interested to see that. You know, like a hundred, say, prisoners or whatever dropped onto an island. Last one standing, leaves. That would be quite yeah. cool. I can't think of one, a recent film. I, I, I doubt any of you would have watched it, but it was actually a really good one. I Low budget. Condemned? Oh, oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, it was Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, Vinnie Jones, loads of people like that. Um, and that was the same thing. Drop prisoners dropped in basically, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a captain, uh, like a Captain Price Call of Duty with yeah. him in film. Wouldn't mind that, but yeah, as Craig said, it would just be like a Luke Hobbs. It'd just be a big yeah. Luke Hobbs from Fast and Furious. What, so. what yeah. would what would it actually have to be to make it a a, a Call of Duty film? Yeah, apart from the too. names, yeah, yeah, apart of names of characters, yeah, yeah, it, it would just be a war film, probably stopping a nuke or something, <laughs> or something Literally. like that. Do you know what I mean? So, I think if I think an outside 
shot it could be something to do with Fortnite. Well, we'll yeah. remember it. We'll have a, so what's your last guest gone before we move on? You, you would say Call of Duty? I'd say Call of Duty. Yeah. Craig, you going, still going for Fortnite? I would say Call of Duty, but I'm saying outside shot. I think <laughs> Fair Fortnite. enough. Okay, I, I think it's Call of Duty as well. I can't see it being much more, but I think we'll find out soon because he's very vocal. Yeah. Uh, next, last bit of sort of gaming news. Um, Connor hasn't played this, but me and Craig mm-hmm. love it. Uh, well, a Fallen Order sequel. Oh, sorry, I thought yeah. you were talking about the Bungie. Mm. No, no, no. no, no <laughs> yeah. I didn't love that. Anyway. <laughs> no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so I thought it was uh, officially announced. It wasn't really a surprise. It was it was rumoured to be coming for ages. Uh, but a Fallen Order sequel is officially in the works. It's been just over two years uh, since the game was released. Uh, and, uh, yeah, what do you think about that? I cannot wait. <laughs> the story just... Everyone, everyone waited for everyone waited for a decent Star Wars game, which there hasn't been for years. You had Battlefront, but it had many problems. Got sued because EA did the fucking uh, loot box sort of stuff, which was basically gambling. Oh yeah, cost a lot of money. That they removed that. There was a load of problems with it. Ended up being a very good game about two years later because they kept yeah. on giving you all free heroes and new maps and shit and stuff like that. Fine, but Fallen Order was the first proper Star Wars game where it was a new story. It's canon as well, so it all it all makes sense of it. Uh, new Jedi Ginger as well, so mm. I appreciate yes. that. Um, and called a new little droid who we saw in Mandora. Yeah. I think we'll speak of it. We'll yeah, watch yeah. the screens later. Um, and the lightsaber combat was brilliant. It was proper, almost like, I know it's cliche Jedi Knight, a knight, but the actual proper yeah. sword flight. It wasn't yeah. just this hack and slash. There was, there was some stuff to it. And the story was really good, and it ended in a way where they kept it secret. Vader comes up against you, and you basically shoot yourself and run away because yeah. you ain't doing that. Um, but it ends in a really good way where he's got this little holocron and he's, it's located all these uh, full sensitive kids around the galaxy and he's basically going to be racing against the Empire and Vader to stop, you know, killing them all off. Mm. And I thought the story was brilliant. You've got your ship, you've got your little crew uh, crewmates, you could customise that. So I thought it was just really good, really good game. That does sound cool to me. Have, have you ever thought about Planet? No. no, no fair enough. I will. I will. It is, it, it is globally yeah. like. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was very, very good. Well. And the fact that, like Craig said, that it's canon... Uh, I I think that would be such a call, not just because he's ginger, but um, <laughs> that Cal Kestis character, I think, just needs to come into live action, which would be great. Because there's not many Jedis now out there that make sense. No. Um, like, I won't go into it again, but like the Luke Skywalker thing, I know it makes sense, but for me, it was just fan service. I personally, I remember we had this conversation ages ago on the podcast, and I would have liked it to have been him, because yeah. it could have then set up a more things and series, whereas that really didn't set up much. Um, and the man, a thing with the Mandalorian, and we'll get onto how good that episode five was and how excited we are from uh, the new series. I think everything's going to struggle now, which we are seeing with Boba Fett, because the Mandalorian's such an amazing character. Anything without Jedi will just be compared to the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah uh, which is exactly yeah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think you need some Jedis to come in. I know Ahsoka's coming but he would be perfect, and so would obviously that Ezra Bridger from Rebels. Yeah, I, I really, I can't wait for this game, but more so to TV and film, I'd love to see him in live action. Yeah, I mean, you say yeah. Ahsoka's coming, is she coming? Which, <laughs> yeah. When? We'd never know. I, I, we you know, know the, um, what's her name? You know the one you said last Mary week? Elizabeth yeah, did Winstead. you know her husband is Ewan McGregor? I did not. Know I did that. not know that oh, until the oh, other day. Yeah. Well, yeah. no wonder she's got it's the casting call. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. And uh, hurry up with uh, Calcasters yeah. Live Action, as well uh, as two. Can I just add yeah, two yeah. other games there? Oh yes, well. yeah, oh, yeah. It's three games in total. One is like a free roam thing started set in the Star Wars universe, which I've been asking for for ages. Just do a free roam thing where you can buy your ship and fly to whatever planet you want. Yeah. <laughs> I like, just do that. They did it with like No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah. You can take off and plants. Anyway, and they're doing another RPG sort of 
thingy. I think, yeah. like, as well as Knights of the Old Republic's remake. Yeah. Well. So. Oh, fair enough. Good times. Good times. Good Star Wars games. Do you know why? Because EA got it taken off them. They ain't got the rights anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. Got exclusive uh, rights taken off them. So I'm going to take FIFA off them as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a little bit of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, anyone see the really cool concept art that keeps coming out? Yes. Yeah, really good. Is, yeah. Um, one thing that stood out for me, which wasn't a surprise, but it's weird to see that it was a like a thought and not just the thought process it was actually put into action was the Mysterio mm. uh, concept art fighting Doctor Strange around the Captain America Statue of Liberty thing um, so really my question is would you in hindsight of that really good movie would you have liked the addition of Mysterio or not it would have been cool to see Doctor Strange fighting someone I think yeah. that that scene was perfect and it was fantastic mm. it could only get better and I think adding Mysterio it would have only made it better and you would have actually got a Sinister Six. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, I would have my problems with it because he, he has no powers. Mm. It was the drones thing. They mm. was all taken yeah. away from him. Yeah. What would he have really been able to do mm. against Doctor Strange? Nothing. Yeah. However, there was other concept art. Have you seen it with um, Paul Giamatti's Rhino? Rhino. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man which thank Christ that didn't come in. You know, in the mix. So oh, yeah. Apparently there was this concept art of Mysterio and him at the Statue of Liberty thing. Oh, dear. I didn't want to see that. I, I just that would not have fit into the movie at all. Uh, but yeah, I love Jake Jindal as Mysterio. Yeah, but um, I mean, even if it wasn't the you know the the actual Quentin Beck that we saw in Far From Home, even if it was a multiversal one that actually had yeah powers. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I just think Mysterio was such a cool villain, uh, and I just want to see Jake Gyllenhaal more. But, it could have been uh, good yeah. with the, with the Spider Men's going at yeah. it below and them two. Yeah, wondering. It would have made a bit more sense with rather than Doctor Strange just standing up there, you know, putting yeah. the glue on the multiverse, yeah. To, yeah. you know, putting down the glue. Yeah. Like uh, and anyway, yeah, stand on to on to Marvel news um, again. Did we see the first time Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, yes. and Tom Holland interview? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did actually watch it though. No, that's no, fine. It, was, it was it was quite long actually, but it was uh, really really cool. It was the first time Toby had actually properly spoke. So we won't go into to loads of it, but did my question I've got here is did he slip up? <laughs> so basically, he was asked about um, you know his how did he come about it? His conversations with Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige at the beginning, uh, and he basically just said, "Yeah, really cool idea, da, 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 really emotional about it." And then he basically said, "It doesn't." And his own words were basically, "This this movie doesn't so much close his chapter." Um, do you? So my question is not only did you think he slipped up there a little bit because that's his first interview he done and isn't as good as Andrew Garfield at the minute in line. Um, and would you like to see him back? And we spoke about it. It, it may tarnish things a little mm-hmm. bit, didn't we? Mm-hmm. But do you think he's coming back? And would you want him back in any way? It depends in what capacity. If he come yeah. back in like um, across the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. and he was like, he was a live action, just see him. I wouldn't mind that. That'd Makes be quite a cool, yeah. cool little flash. But I don't want him in it a lot. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I think it will tarnish what that, that film done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah. I don't think he's slipped up at all. I think he's he's smart and he's like, I'm not going to say it's over because mm. he quite clearly seems quite open to do yeah. it again. So yeah. why would you? I, I think I said to you the other day, Brad, um, that he probably would have said that he's, you know, it was closed back in 2007 yeah, yeah. after Spider-Man 3 and then 15, no, 13 years later, 14 years later, whatever it is, um, he's back. So yeah. I think he's just a bit of a, well, he's an older older guy and a bit smarter and say, yeah. never say never sort of thing, really. Mm. Um but then again, the rumours are, you know, about Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, um, could be happening. So yeah. I wouldn't be objectified to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it happens, it happens. But have that, you seen, uh, just on Spider-Man, yeah. quickly, have you seen its domestic box yeah, office? Yeah, I did, yeah. It's climbing still. Is it? Um, it's taken over 
So it's currently at 735.9 million domestically. Um, it's overtaken Black Panther. It was at 700 million. And it's now only 25 million off of Avatar domestically. Oh, Jesus. Nuts. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. mad. Still yeah. going as well. Yeah, still going. Um, they're, um, uh, what was it? They, what they, I saw something the other day and they said some, um, they're re-releasing it across some other mediums. Oh. It's going to count towards it as well. So um, I think this could, this is going to continue to rise yeah. quite a lot. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, next we have, um, oh God, it's Mortal Kombat. Oh dear. Oh dear. Can, uh, we, can we stick with Marvel mix? A, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just, there's just two things I wanted to mention. Obviously James Gunn's come out, we'll speak about him in yeah. a bit, but James Gunn's come out about Guardians 3. Said it's the last time people will see this team. Oh yeah. So, man's be dying. Yep. Um, or women's. Yep. Um, or maybe they just stop being Guardians and more people come in. Um, my guess is Dave Bautista. He's been very vocal, hasn't yeah. he? Uh, so yeah. I, I'm thinking he, he said could it again be this week that he's basically dead. Yeah, cheers, so, cheers tracks. Yeah, I think, he, I think he's going. But he also said it's it's big and dark and different from what people might be expecting it to be, which um I'll be quite open to because the other two have been. I mean, the first one's fantastic, the second mm. one not so much. Mm. But the characters are very uh, jokey and he's yeah. very bright and everything. Like so maybe it will be a different take on it, and it could be quite interesting. I think. I think. Yeah. I think it will just be a new team. I think there will yeah. still be a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, see, yeah. James Gunn. I don't think will carry on with it. I think he'll finish his stories trilogy. But I think whether Nova comes in, the obviously constant rumors about that. So I think it should be a new Guardians. I think they're too now big, aren't they, to not do something with? Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, going to be that that line. So I did actually have that down. I don't know why I missed that. That that line. It's big and dark and not what people expect. That is quite surprising. Um, so it just just doesn't sound like a James Gunn thing, even though he can do it all. I'm a massive fan of his at the minute. But uh, yeah, can I throw some huge speculation your way? Yeah, um, speculate away. I like to do this because um, I do it myself, basically <laughs> on, on your own. Um, yeah, <laughs> normally uh, Marvel up, start building up comic events and oh. big things happening in comics, and then it sort of tests in the waters to see like what they could do with the films. They start doing it with products as well, like um, which I've bought millions of. Um, to see how fans would react stuff. Anyway, we all know Eternals was was not the best. Please um, no is my response to this, by the way. <laughs> I, I like this idea. We'll talk about it in a minute. So Eternals didn't do the best, uh, both financially and critically. Fans, we, we sort of put, put it about midway, didn't we? Yeah, of, yeah. Of, of all the That's 25 fair. or six films <clears throat> at the time. However, there's a new comic event they're doing, which is called Judgment Day. And it's bringing together Avengers, Eternals, and X-Men. Right? which is obviously a property they, they're probably working towards now. Yeah. The idea of it is is that the Eternals, like we saw from the film, um, hunted down deviants, mutations, basically. Right, That's what they're sort of going in with this comic thing. But they've realised that there's more deviations, mutants left, which is the X-Men. Mm. So this event, which here's the picture of the cover that they're releasing, oh, yeah. um, it's basically X-Men versus Eternals, and the Avengers are there, basically. Um, so it's a crossover event between the three, and I think this could be a good way to bring in. I, I quite like this idea. I quite like it. I'm not going to lie. I quite like the idea. Fair of it. play. Yeah, yeah. They're a different. Like, they're a they're a deviant of. I mean, that's their sole purpose, and realizing that. Well, you know, maybe there's still there there's, there is quite a lot still on Earth. Yeah. Where you need to cleanse this place. Mm. I don't. I don't mm. really understand that though, unless they explain or assume, assume they will. But in my in my eyes, the deviants were not in my eyes it's confirmed the deviants were made by the celestials mm-hmm. but so is, is all the past history of the mutant gene just yes ruined? in the comics you know the right. mu- mu- muta- 
mutated genes is celestial based. That's where the mutation starts like in comics from years right. and years. years so ago. just one. Sh- that's not. That's not the because I feel like I would know that even though I don't know a comic fan. Yeah. I guess that's quite one of many. But yeah, you're probably yeah, yeah probably yeah, yeah, X Men. Yeah. In you know, in the last God knows how many decades, surely it's just been it's a mutation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this. No, I've got to be honest. I mean, I wouldn't honest. mind if it was Eternals and X Men. Why are the Avengers there? <laughs> yeah. I don't really what know. Are they gonna do? No, but I don't think they would be in a film. I think this yeah. is them. Avengers, their biggest selling comics at with Spider Man. So having them in a series with yeah these these two, especially yeah. with Eternals. I, I mean, I'm up for all content, but I just yeah, just I've, maybe it's just my I'm not really drawn by Eternals. And then I've got X Men and Avengers, and mm-hmm. I just think like you're just muddy in the water. Pers- in my opinion, people might be angry with that. I just don't want to. T- I don't want that mix. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want that because then it, you bring in the X Men, but it sort of villainizes the X Men. But that's what they are in the universe. They are sort of the villains. You know, not from a hero mm-hmm. point of view. I mean, from like the public's point of view. Yeah, they hate mutants. It's been shown in all the films, TV shows, um, comics, or whatever. Yeah, I think it could be interesting. I, I, I don't necessarily want to see it, but I think it's an interesting way. Just yeah, to, it'd be, it'd be yeah, interesting. I, might, I did say to myself, I might read that one when it comes. Yeah, I think uh, when I can't remember what it is now. I think it's like the summer. I think it's something like that. But I, I would, I would probably read yeah. that because it is so big. Yeah. But and maybe I maybe my mind would change. But I guess we're fresh off Eternals, which was a bit of a swing and a miss, and maybe mm. that's. Maybe I can't look past that at the minute. This is why so, I think they're sort of... They yeah. often they often try thing out. Like, for example, at the moment, they've just advertised they're doing a re-release of Secret Wars, which is the big you know, yeah. hoo-ha about what could be coming next for Russo Brothers and that. But I'm not I'm not overly keen on it, but I think it's an, a different way, an interesting way. We've seen the origins of X-Men quite a few times now. Mm. We know how it happens. Maybe this is something to do with it as well. Um, but there was a... I can't remember the actor's name. The guy who plays Gilgamesh... Oh, Don Yen. He's, is it Don I Yen? Think so. I think he's back. Um, yeah, he's rumoured he's appearing in a future... But he MC. died. <laughs> yeah, MC. Oh, you did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the one with Fino, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, anyway, he's back for something uh, soon, <laughs> apparently, in a future MCU project. Anyway, that was that was it. But I thought it was interesting... No, that is that is an interesting concept. I guess I guess we'll wait to see what fans' reactions to. Well, yeah, if if they hate the comics, then they won't. Then they won't. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin, no, go, (laughs) leave it, leave it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, sorry, go on. But yeah, no. uh, So moving on now, um, not much greater news. So (laughs) I'll ask questions in tangent. So Mortal Kombat again wasn't surprising because it done very well on HBO Max numbers wise, but it's officially confirmed a sequel is in the works, and the uh, head writer on Moon Knight. Um, Jeremy Slater will pen the script. So, first of all, question to Craig: Will you watch it if there's an actual MK tournament? Yes, I will. Yes, yeah. Great answer. With anything other than that, <laughs> yeah. no, I would not. Be. Uh, and Connor, would you like me to move on to the next bit of news? Yeah, I wish we was recording because I let out the biggest yawn there. <laughs> <laughs> it was genuine as well. Uh, is, is there any chance for you? Because I'm doing this, yes. But if I wasn't, oh, doing yeah, this, a long way off. Yeah, other than that, if I wasn't doing this, absolutely not. There's no. The film lost me. You can't get me back. I think they need to just obviously have a combat, a, a combat, a tournament yeah. um, that involves combat, um, and just don't focus on that main. Character. I can't remember his name. Lewis Cole Young, Lewis Tan played him. Gold suit man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gold suit man. Yeah. yeah. I love lo- love Lewis Tan, but yep, no. Why? Yeah, this is what I mean with video game. Why would you create someone new to to a lead a film? Why not just do what the fans want and just do. Oh, well, a tournament as yeah. well as the actual characters people like. When, when we talk about Halo, there's a big thing very oh, okay. similar to that. Okay. But um, yeah, so I completely agree. I will watch it. Obviously, love Mortal Kombat. It needs to be a tournament, but I do agree with Connor. 
it wasn't a I know it done very well if a certain surprisingly but did it though we don't know yeah, the numbers yeah, they can tell us what they want but yeah I just I just think it didn't quite grab anyone I personally don't think unless you're no. die hard but yeah we shall see I mean that's that's good we'll see if if Moon Knight's really good that that's great because that's a good script right if if they've got you know Moon Knight is brilliant and he's made this this Jeremy Slater the, the head writer and he's made this character that no one really knows of Moon Knight and he's got the hype around that maybe there's a chance for it um, yeah. because I did think the writing was one of the worst things about the movie it was, Mortal Kombat. It was so bad it was so, teasy. so maybe they have just gone all right, let's... It, it was almost like the um, during the 90s Street Fighter film oh. John called Van Damme yeah. and Kylie Minogue yeah <laughs> yeah, she's um, I don't know the name of the character, but they're on the green leotard. Oh yeah, blonde. But um, also, also missing a big character, Ming Na Wen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she's been around for ages. Yeah. We said was sixty three when she said last week. Anyway, yeah. um, but it was very like that. It was like yeah. a nineties action film. The only thing I ever see fans say I liked about it was the bit where they did fatalities, and some of them did bits did look good. It did the spinning look, hat yeah. disc thing yeah. was very good. Yeah, that was it. Anyway, so. a couple of seconds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. But good luck, Jeremy Slater. Uh, job on your hands. Um, next, what have we got? Uh, Deadline has reported that another spin-off um, series. I have put this in the main segment, just a little chat, but it is Suicide Squad slash Peacemaker-ish related. But Deadline has reported that another spin-off series to the Suicide Squad is getting greenlit at Warner Brothers and HBO Max. Any characters come to mind? Uh, I, I guess you probably would have thought, as I would have, don't really want to see that. But then again, peace, and we'll get on to Peacemaker. I think we're all really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. So I guess I now I'm sort of thinking, okay, what what could James Gunn do with anyone else? Is there anyone that you could see? Well, James Gunn is doing this yes. one as well. Oof. I'd want a fun character. I want one it dark. I want it. I would want it just He's like Peacemaker, King Shark, though, as well. <laughs> yeah, or Polka Dot Man. He died though. Did he die? Yeah, he did. Doing yeah. the past, yeah. Yeah. previous. To be fair, John said he died. He's like a died. <laughs> yeah. um, the only character I'd actually be interested in is uh, Bloodsport. But yeah. I wouldn't want James Gunn to do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I wouldn't want him to do that either. No. Yeah, it's tough. There's only certain... I, I really liked Ratcatcher, but I don't... You can't... That, yeah, that it, that's right. what I mean. There's nothing you could... Get, you can't... Well, I mean, he's done well with Peacemaker, but I don't think you can personally with, with Ratcatcher's story. Yeah. So the only ones for me is Bloodsport, King Shark, which would be kind of cool. Um, but uh, that's a lot of CGI. But to be fair, saying that, like, I'm being Con both just said then, I don't want James Gunn doing a Bloodsport spin off, but he did direct Suicide Squad with him in it. So, yeah, true. He probably could do it. Maybe if you did Bloodsport and Ratcatcher, they sort of had a father daughter yeah, yeah. relationship at the end of that. Maybe they had their own thing. But just, no, just leave this. Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen. It's going to end up being a Harley Quinn one, <laughs> and it'll just be that. Forever. I don't think they'll do I I personally don't think they'll ever do Harley Quinn again. I think they've no. They realised that Harley Quinn and Margot Robbie, as good as she was in in times, I think Warner Brothers have realised she's not got the the pull and power they thought she did. Yeah, yeah, um, agree, yeah. With and I think they've well sort of gone off of that now, and they've got some. Uh, it's, this is the I mean, Peacemaker we're talking about. It's the uh, highest rated thing in DC history. So yeah. they've got, obviously they need to move in these ways with Joker and Batman and stuff like that. So this just means James Gunn's going to get out a load of shit. He's going to oh, be given everything yes. to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So my last bit of news uh, before we move on to trailers, um, I've got the Fast and Furious family is getting bigger. Get ready, Con, to catch because it's coming straight over to you. Uh, Jason Momoa uh, has officially joined the cast of Fast and Furious 10. The rumours are, and, and by Variety as well, that he possibly could be. They're, they're undecided yet if he's going to be the villain because it's obviously still being written properly. Yeah, um, he's, he's the villain. So, so my question I've written down here is, 
Is it Luke Hobbs's brother? <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, it yeah. probably is. Yeah. All yeah. jokes aside, just tell me: Does as a, as a non Fast and Furious fan, I'm coming to Craig in a minute, who's a bit like me and does enjoy them uh, in their own way. Mm. Um, Connor, as a non Fast and Furious fan, mm. does this do anything for you? It doesn't, but it's good casting. I'm surprised it's taken him this long to come into the franchise because I, I thought it'd been there earlier. Yeah, but no, that does nothing for me. I couldn't care less. I'm not the mass a massive Jason Momoa fan. If I'm quite no, honest. I know you've said yeah. that. Yeah, I so don't. I don't think he's that great. It doesn't. Be, I think he's just got the charisma. Or he's got an online presence. He's just quite a cool geezer, and that's why and everyone likes good. him. Yeah, he looks good. That's yeah. why. Uh, so thanks for throwing that back Craig uh, <laughs> over to you uh, does, does um, this do anything for you it makes sense to be Hobbs's brother and you know what that would be the final nail in coffin for Vin Diesel just be like oh, I don't need you to rock we've got Jason Samoa now he's your brother both Samoan looking he's the second biggest Samoan star exactly. <laughs> so we've got him now don't worry about it but almost certainly you don't cast someone like that and him not be the villain yeah. I mean, who else you can have Charlie's Ferron come back as Cypher mm. she's almost certainly going to be back for this one um, and he may be a henchman who wants to take down Vin uh, Toretto because of something Hobbs done because he's his brother or cousin or something. Oh, we'll see some flashbacks. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's like weird flashbacks that like they did yeah. with John Cena and little Vin yeah. Diesel, which didn't really oh. look like either. Um, yeah, it's just it's brilliant casting because you yeah. get another big name on and some people go see it. They got yeah. John Cena on for the last one. And people saw it. I don't know why. It was, even I thought that film was crap. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So get this on. And, yeah, get my mo in. Get it done. Yeah, <laughs> get it done. Get it done. Uh, Two more to go. Two more to go. <laughs> I don't really have anything to add. I think it is good casting. Yeah. I, nothing about this universe really excites me enough to stay what I like, you know, what I want, and stuff like that. But I do. I really. I know you're not a fan. I do quite like Jason Momoa. So I suppose seeing him in this, uh, starring alongside Vin Diesel. John's because they're all going to come back John Cena and stuff like that it will be quite cool to see these big powerhouses together but the story no doubt will be stupid but the action might be fun but we'll see um, I hope they don't ruin it I know I know like it's people thought that now, but what it? I mean yeah. is like, I hope I hope they don't just completely fumble at the last bit and not even going too stupid like to try and make I can feel like they try and make a story like an actual heartfelt story or something yeah. and not go away from because it's coming to an end and for Paul Walker and stuff like that, RIP. I do have a worry they will try and flip the script yeah. and change what they should be, what should but be, it, which is just fine. The franchise can't get any more crazy after no. them going to space last time. The only thing more they can add into this to make it absolutely fucking ridiculous is some element of time travel. Yeah. That's the only thing they can yeah. add into fast food. If they do anything else, it's just on par with what yeah. they've done before. So... Go back, go back to your street racing routes, eh? Have Momoa come and race. I'll tell you the final scene of the whole franchise. Yep. They're going to be at the beach, uh, the beach house <laughs> in the background, with a barbecue going, with a big crate of Coronas. Yep. They're going to be sitting there, and they'll cheers, little cheers, and they'll say family, or Vindy will say family, and they'll play See You Again. Yep. And that that will be the end. Of the whole, that will be it. And then he'll turn around. Vin Diesel will turn around and say, "Set one more plate." And then in the distance, Jason Momoa comes and joins the family. Yep. Yep. And that's uh, it. Yeah, uh, and Cena's so, now happy families now with yeah. these. Probably yeah. Cyphers his bird now yeah. as well. So <laughs> Jason Statham's they got on double dates. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, he's back for yeah. as well. Yeah. Isn't he? yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Right, but that is it for news, news, news. Uh, and now we've got trailers and some clips. Was a ferocious button bash. It was when I heard it. Tekken. My God. <laughs> um, right. First up is the sort of fun one. So an Uncharted. 
We got another trailer for that. Uh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg's to, uh, Tom Holland. All the press is starting. We did get uh, we're seeing a lot of it now from clips and things. Is is Sony, where, where do you stand on this, guys? We've got Craig, who is a known lover of the games. Me and Connor have never played the games, mm. um, so I'll go. I'll go with uh, Connor first, so Craig and Gary's thoughts. What do you think? Where do you stand with this movie? I didn't care before about this film, but I, I think I do care now. <laughs> I do want to see this film. And it's I think because of Sir Thomas Holland. It is because of Tom Holland. <laughs> I think it looks pretty cool in it. Yeah. I, I think this is going to be a good film. And the posters as well look really cool. That poster like, was brilliant. I think yeah. that last one I bought out. They are milking the cargo. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Stuff a lot. Yeah. It's like, but that's the, that's yeah, the main yeah. thing from the game. I think that's the thing that's going to get people excited about. I, my dad's played the Uncharted games and I showed him the trailer and I went look that's the bit from one of the games and he was like oh I remember that I think it's that's like um, recognition for audience people to be like actually they're doing what a video mm. game should do um, I'm, I'm excited for it do you know what? I, I think in my head this is going to be a Pirates of the Caribbean level adventure film just a fun yeah. fun ride some cool stuff happening um, nothing groundbreaking yeah. but just fun and I'll, do you know what? I'll probably come out of it and go yeah I'll have to see the next one Really yeah, happy to yeah. I'm looking forward to sitting down with some popcorn, just enjoying myself for two hours. That, forget about a popcorn anything. movie. That's yeah. exactly what this no is. No seriousness, be. no thinking about the plot. Just mm-hmm. sitting down, enjoying it, and coming out. That's what it'll be. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, uh, the, I think I wasn't on board with it. The, I think the last trailer before this one looked really like cheese, far too cheesy. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just wasn't really feeling their relationship between each other. But then, the, um, Mark Wahlberg, sorry, and and Tom Holland. But then I've seen multiple clips now because, as Craig said, Sony, Sony, um, and this new trailer, and it does look quite fun. Um, uh, I just it, it is gonna it is a popcorn movie, but it's it, I think it might I think it might struggle to like Red Notice for example. It's going to be similar to that in terms of just a yep. no no care about it, yeah. just go and watch it. But I don't know. Something's telling me it's going to be bad, and I don't I couldn't tell you. There's no point me this even. This going is on. a yeah. massive test because this is one of the first. Films that have actually been made by Sony Studios. Oh, okay. So oh. Sony Studios started up their own uh, production film. I don't think it's solely made by them. I can't remember what all the stuff comes yeah. up before, but it's like, is it called PlayStation Studios? I don't know what it is. It's, they've they've got their own little, not just Sony Pictures. It's yeah. like a specific. Yeah, no, that because they're doing that yeah. Ghost of Toshima and that's, stuff yeah, through that's, that yeah, company. Yeah, so this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. first sort of test for that. Right. So again, with obviously this is it's a PlayStation exclusive, so it's a good one to go yeah. with. Um, I think I think they're going to have nailed this. Do you think a cinema release is correct, or do you think yeah. in this day and age this type of film could be on streaming? No, no cinema because especially where, where, where well, yeah, and where do you where yeah, do you put it? You got the rock and true. Yeah, that's why. That's where, where does Sony put it? You don't want to give it to Netflix because that's a huge chunk of money off of them. You yeah. don't want to give it to Amazon again. The same thing. Can't put it on Disney. Well, Sony and Disney may have some sort of, but then they're losing more. I think this is the right decision to go to cinema. If you made this film and sold it for like five hundred mil. To a streaming service, you've then made five hundred mil, and that's it. You've made your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not enough. Uh, they're aiming for. They've got Tom Tom Holland, who's fresh off Spider Man, and Mark Wahlberg, and an Uncharted game. I think they're reaching for the skies. Oh, well, this won't make a bill. This will not. I, 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 I don't think it will make anywhere near. A bit. Yeah, let's see. I, I, yeah. I don't think it will make anywhere near a billion. No, but I mean, it, it has got big names, and I, I think it belongs on a. I do think it belongs yeah. on a, in a cinema, yeah. but we'll see how it does. Yeah, New yeah. Year. Um, next one uh, interested to see your thoughts on this we haven't actually spoke about this so uh, during the AFC championship yeah yep that's right uh, <laughs> <laughs> Halo dropped their quite long awaited um, uh, trailer for the new series coming out Halo series and it's coming on 24th of March next month on Paramount Plus uh, as non 
uh, you know, Connor, you have played a little I bit of it. Played, yeah. 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 Uh, is, what did you think of the trailer? I thought it was, I thought it was a cool trailer. Hmm. I like the look of um, Master Chief. Master Chief. I like yeah. the look of Master Chief. It looks so clean, slick. Very mm-hmm. clean, yeah. yeah. Um, as a series, it needs to... I need to see a bit more. Yeah. I need yeah. to see a bit more, but I'm interested. Okay. I wasn't an avid player of the games. I played no, online no. a lot. Yeah. I didn't play the story. Yeah, we, so we, we played online a lot. Oh, yeah. The same map in the yeah, banshees <laughs> just fucking killing each other. Uh, yeah, so Craig, um, any, anything from it you? Look, it, looked, it looked great. Like, I've, I've never played a single minute of Halo online. I, I know there's massive hype around it. The only thing I criticise about, like you said, Master Chief looks really good. Um, the action looks good. The ships, the graphics all look very good. But the only thing I would say from someone like me, who I don't have any idea about what mm. Halo's about, mm. there wasn't really much that trailer to to actually give me, you know, what's the idea of this series? So a lot of action. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. The Spartan warriors are like the best of humankind or something. And they're looking for a thing called Halo or something. I think that's what it is. Um, but I don't know what that is. And I don't know what really the point is. Like the trailer didn't do a good job of people who've never played the game or know anything about it, drawing them in other than it looks nice and good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it does look good, and I will give it a watch because yeah, yeah. massive hype around it. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's, it's got. Uh, I thought it would get like trashed personally because it is a big game. Usually, these things get like mm. you know they come out of the woodwork. Yeah. It is a lot of some people are not happy with certain things, which I will just touch on. But the, a lot of people are quite hyped for it. So fair, and I, I am as a I was a big fan of it. Um, I think there's five of them. I think I played all five. Uh, not the new one, obviously. I haven't got an Xbox anymore. Um, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. But yeah, it it was the the best thing. All I can say is Master Chief looks incredible. Yeah. Um. And uh, his armor is actually. I think I said this before. His armor's called Munir as well. So oh, yeah. little touch there. So he looks fantastic. It's the the thing that people are pissed off about, which I do not get what's whatsoever, is the voice of Master Chief. Uh. Yet yeah, it doesn't sound anything like the games. But they've got this actor Pablo Schrebo who's very good. So I don't know why they... And he's, it's meant to be younger as well. It's yeah. a younger Master Chief. I don't see an issue with the voice, but people are saying, why didn't you get the, the main guy who voiced him in the games? I don't really... Yeah, it does make sense. It does he doesn't make, take off his helmet either, does uh, it? He's, in the games, he doesn't. But in this, it looks like we oh. do see Pablo Schreiber. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. So yeah. it looks... say, if they did it, then you could have just had the, anyway. the voice guy, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... I don't know. I, I don't see an issue with that. The, the thing I do have an issue with, two big things. No, one big thing, sorry is for some reason they've done the age-old thing like they did with Mortal Kombat of bringing in an original character. I, I mean, I've not read any books or anything, um, but I don't think she is, um, and I think she's been created for this TV series. Yeah. It's the the bad woman who leads the Covenant of Aliens. Oh, yeah. All right. Why have you made that a human? I don't understand yeah. the aspect of what they've done there because it's stupid. I don't care. I don't, I don't even know her story, but I don't care about her story. It should have just been the Covenant and the Aliens. And the profits and all that, but anyway, I've got a big issue with that. I don't know why they've done it. Yeah. Um. So I said about Mortal Kombat and other such. Yeah, things. Exactly. Why, why introduce someone that doesn't exist no in the game? Need. And it's quite big as well. So yeah. I don't know. I just I really don't get that. Um. I like. I do like the fact that the the Cortana, the AI, that is the same voice. Jen, I think it's Jen, I've written it down. Jen Taylor, which is great because her voice is quite iconic. Is that yeah. her as well? Um. I don't know. If it, I don't think it's is that her. a CGI person. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's it looks like it is based off someone, but right, I don't okay, know if yeah. it's actually Jen Taylor. Oh, okay, right. Um. But it's Jen Taylor's voice. I'll actually, I'll look that up actually. Um. But yeah, I think other than that, I think there's moments in that as a bit. Um, do you remember? The, and they've got the energy. The two big elites have got the energy short sword and yeah. trying to. It that, looks that looks, so yeah, that looks good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I yeah, everything looks great from the aliens to Master Chief, but they've just done some things here that I'm really not sure of. 
Um, but I guess we'll see how the story pans out. But yeah. as you both said, it looks fantastic yeah. in terms of That's visuals. Yeah. yeah, but we'll see. March twenty fourth. Um, and, and we'll find a way to stream it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and next and last is Texas. I thought we'd just throw it in. Oh, yeah. I'm not even sure if you've seen it. Didn't even watch it. Yeah, don't blame you. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Netflix is. Is it? I'm not even sure. I think it might be a reboot. I don't know if it is or not. Oh, I don't know. But you watched it, Craig? Yeah. What? What was it? Like, what is that? What? Are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, we we discussed it a bit earlier. You know, like when they're bringing these uh, horror icon things back and trying to do them in the modern day you have to change it to match the audience and match the modern day like halloween i kind of understand why halloween didn't do it because it was a continuation of the the, the original yeah. and they brought back jamie because i understand why they stuck with the same sex because if you watched them all you know in order one after another it wouldn't make sense i get that but like for example scream that come out and spoilers for scream if you know if people ain't seen it but who cares um the fifth, the fifth newest one, just called Scream, did the same thing that the first one, second one, third one did. It didn't change anything. It was the, it was the boyfriend of the daughter and the daughter's best friend. It was very similar to the very, very original one. The original one was Sydney's boyfriend and his best friend. Yeah. Why did they do that again? Why not switch it up a bit? And do, I don't understand. But this just looked crap. And why? <laughs> why would you do this? Yeah. Uh, any, any sort of want to watch this con do you like horror movies i feel like i ask you this all the time i do like horror movies but i think some horror movies are well past their time i like like i like psychological horror movies i like jordan um jordan pills okay yeah 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 yeah. and but stuff like this text change massacre scream halloween i'm just bored of them there's been too many of them. Yeah, I just think we need something new. To me, and off off the back of what Craig just said, to me these these just look like they're trying to make money off of big names. They it are that, yeah. they yeah. are very iconic. I, I'm not even a fan of horror genre, but I know how iconic Halloween is. And Scream Scream for me was the one I was most interested in. But I've not even gone to watch it. Yeah, um, the trailer didn't do much. There's for a me. reason why I did <laughs> that. Fucking thirteen <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth films and Jason, and then they combined the two, and it <laughs> yeah. was Jason in space. One of them was Jason oh, in space, and it was like versus. It was like they milk. I know studios milk it, and we, yeah, you can talk about Marvel and Star Wars. And I, I get that, but but yeah, just horror. For, just create a new one if you want. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, so. ultimately they're going to be the same shit. Yeah, I'm not a fan of horror films. Not because I'm scared. I just think they're crap. I think you're scared. I also that. <laughs> I, I am scared. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should end it there. Legit, legit, <laughs> the, only, the only good horror film I think I've seen in my lifetime that I really appreciated, just the first one because they milked that as well, is Paranormal Activity because it was, was something new and it was brilliantly mm. done. On a very small budget, made yeah. a hell of a money, hell of a yeah. ton of money. Um, again, milked that as well. The rest of them, meh, nah. yeah, nah. Although it was kind of like Blair Witch, Paranormal Activity it is compared to that a lot. Yeah, sort of. But I think I think Paranormal Activity was done better. Have Obviously, seen, it was a lot newer. Have you seen that one? Oh, what's it called? It's like the Robinson tape or something about that house. It's like aliens come and invade the house. But it's all camcorder. It's it's old. It's really cool. How, old, how are we talking? Nineties. Oh dear! I don't, don't even ring a bell. I've never it's, heard it's really cool. I really yeah. enjoy it. It's a cool film. Well, we're about to take a break. So let's go and Google it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's it for trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, main segment time. Peacemaker mid-season review. Before I come to use for your reactions, followed by rating, I'll just uh, just to explain a little bit about where the series come from and what it is. So, Peacemaker is a character played by John Cena that we first met in 2021's The Suicide Squad from James Gunn. Uh, to many people's surprise, I mean, do you remember when it first came out that this Peacemakers, because it happened before like yeah. Suicide, yeah. Suicide Squad even come out. 
I remember being really surprised because the character just looked awful visually. And I don't think many of us were big fans of, no offence, Big John Cena at that time. We'd seen Fast yeah, 9 before. Yeah. Fresh out of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, obviously, that, that news come out that HBO Max are doing a series on it. Um, we're five episodes in, and it currently sits at 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, average meter, uh, and was reported last week as the most in-demand show on TV, beating uh, anything on Netflix, Book of Boba Fett, which is really surprising. Yeah. I know Book of Boba Fett has not been the greatest start, um, but just really shocked at that. Uh, and also, it's now Deadline reported that basically any moment now, season two is going to get greenlit. Yeah. Um, so... Now I'll come to you guys. What are your reactions? Just give us a short reaction before we dive into it and your season ratings out of 10. Uh, anyone can start first. You go first? I'll go first. How diplomatic. <laughs> uh, it's extremely fun. Every extremely? Single, yeah, I think every episode so far has been a good episode. Now, I, I don't want to be too nice. It's still halfway yeah, to go. Yeah, of course. So I think I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Still which is pretty a, a, high. A higher thing. I was thinking about 8, but I think let me give it the rest of it. Like this, every episode I'm looking forward to next week. Okay, fair enough. So, and now to you, Craig. Uh, two words. Surprisingly enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, Very all, the, all, the, all the reasons you gave uh, just before, you know, when it was announced, I was like, whatever. Um, but he was a good character in Suicide Squad. I enjoyed him. John Cena was stepped up his game from Fast 9. Um, obviously, Vin Diesel weren't giving him any coaching tips like he, <laughs> like he said he did for The Rock. But, um, yeah, no, really good. Um, I very much enjoy it. I love Vigilante. He's my favourite. I like I like Peacemaker, but Vigilante just Agreed. does that show for my me. Favorite. I think he's brilliant. Um, but all the supporting cast are brilliant as well. All yeah. the um, I've, I don't know what the rest of the team um are are brilliant. Um, I even like uh, I can't remember her name Amanda uh, Waller's uh, daughter. Yeah, yeah. I think she's quite fun. They they all have brilliant timing. Um, Jennifer Holland is good as well, and she looks good. But um, they've all got perfect time with each other and really good chemistry as a team. And yeah, I think it's really good, even eagerly. I thought that was going to be a bit <laughs> yeah. weird. It, was be a bit it weird. just makes sense. And but do you it's know what? It's, it's, I'm, I, every episode I'm looking at it and I think, is, is in some scenes that eagle real? He, he has confirmed multiple times it's all CGI. And it looks it's bloody so brilliant. practical in yeah. some time. It looks. I know there's other times, you know, like when he hugs him. Yeah. Like, obviously, that's not right. And when he's cruising along in the car and stuff like I get it. But there is some occasion I thought, that looks bloody good. Yeah. And to get like CGI down to feathers, feathers have got to yeah. be difficult to do. Yeah. Really good. And the action's good. The story's good. It's interesting. Um, yeah, just impressed. And out impressed. of 10? Um, I will actually go 8 out of 10 so far. Wow. Yeah. Fair I enough. Yeah. Okay. It's a yeah. very good, fun series. Uh, I won't even say anything. I'll just give my rating because I agree with everything you said. Surprise, two words jumping at me. Surprising, which is definitely up there and extremely fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I usually buy now in a series, even a good series, some, whether it's filler episodes or whether, you know, it's a bit of a slow burner and then starts. I think every episode has been thoroughly enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, I feel like the last two have stepped up a little bit. Yeah. Um, episode four and five. Um, and yeah, my out of 10, I'd probably go 7.5, uh, very close to an eight actually. So whether it can go higher than that, we'll see James Gunner's tease. When he, when they passed out, the uh, episodes to the press. I, I can't remember if it's. I think it's seven episodes. I think or eight episodes, but only seven went to press. Mm. Like something like that, because apparently the last episode is madness and twists and 
kept the, I don't know where cameos. I don't know, but apparently they he couldn't allow press to see that because it can't get out what happens. Ooh. So very very excited for the finale. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. For me, yeah, seven point five. So for now, let's just before we go any further into the episodes, let's just stick with the ragtag team mm-hmm. for a second. The yeah. cast. So. Let's just speak about Vigilante. Because yeah. for me, uh, Freddie Stormer, um, uh, who Craig's brilliant knowledge, he's in, he's in Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he is just something about, I, I know he's a bit of a ripoff of Deadpool, um, but I just think he's brilliant. Uh, he's, he's crazy, but in a way that makes him endearing. Um, I think everything about, I think that character's written absolutely perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Spot on. I, I don't know anything, anything on the server. Do you know, the nice thing about it, for me, especially seeing this show, I know nothing about the character Peacemaker apart from what I've seen in Serious Squad and, this. and Vigilante. I have even less idea about, and he's just, he's just, he's like a little nerd who's like really clever and funny, and he's he just, I just like him. Everything, I'd, they want to do a spin-off series. I'll have a series on him. Yeah, <laughs> quite happily. Yeah. He's got an aura about him. As yeah, well. he has. And everybody's yeah. on screen. Yeah. Like, oh, he's he's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. what I was saying. I mean, we can talk about episode four maybe for a second. I know we're, we're going to jump around here um, because episode four. I would say, and I think it was probably written that way. It was like an. It was his episode, Vigilante. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it went from him just being crazy and hilarious to him actually being like, "There's, there's more to him and stuff like that." So again, yeah. really well written by James Gunn, but I want to talk about the prison scene for a second. So um, it'll all make sense as we go through the episodes. But uh, yeah, so the prison scene, just to break it down for people, if you don't remember it, um, is uh, so Peacemaker's dad is an absolute massive racist. Uh, He actually is a a, a, a ex-hero called called White Dragon, believe it or not. Um, and he'd gone to prison falsely, we'll get onto it, and he is with his supremacist guys playing some cards, and Vigilante, which it sound, it was funny at first when he, you know, he has the bin and stuff, yeah. he goes, he's been manipulated um, to go into the prison to kill Peacemaker's dad because he, he feels that it's hindering Peacemaker's ability to be something more. Um, and when he sits down with those supremacists, I laughed so hard. And then the action was really, the fighting was really yeah, good. Yeah, it yeah. was just perfect. Uh, so I don't, at that episode, I just don't know if you want anything you've got to say on that and just anything about Vigilante before we move on. I love action. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love action like that. When it's just, you're cool and you're, you're cracking jokes and you're doing stuff like that. When it's about to kick off, you're just so quick with it and yeah. you're just so precise. Yeah. No hesitation, just does them all. I just think that is fantastic. Yeah, really, really good to see. I did the bit before it's made me laugh. He's trying to lift the the bin. He's just sort of dragging <laughs> along, and then all the police officers just staring at him like, "What are you? What are you doing?" He just lobs it at <laughs> the window. It the window. Um, yeah, really good scene. There's some the brilliant bits. Um, what he's actually saying to them is is fantastic and correct to what he's saying, and but it's really cleverly done because obviously everyone is meant to hate the dad and stuff like that. But yeah. it's a really cool character to have opposite you know actually in the show yeah um so yeah really good uh, yeah originality all day long so stay staying on that for a second the dad james gunn said recently that he is by far the worst most evil character he's ever written so i assume maybe something's coming because i mean he's yeah. bad at the minute don't get me wrong but i, think, I, don't, I don't think he's in guardians any racist popped up so he's probably he's yeah probably I, right. think he's, uh, I can't think of anything i mean I'm, the boy in bright is uh I well, he's only producing that but anything he's he's written yeah this, this is by yeah. far the worst and um but robert patrick obviously i think many know as the the villain as the t800 t1 mm-hmm. whatever it is in uh, terminator 2 um he is just outstanding um and apparently he's like the nicest guy ever yeah. so to play this role 
But I, I do feel it, it, the, the story, he's not just there for laughs. I feel like it's really helping Peacemaker's story because mm. of how damaged Peacemaker is because of this horrific man. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, what do you think about Robert Patrick? As, he is very okay. good. That makes <laughs> yeah. me laugh when I see him. When you see him in an episode, you see how evil he is. And he's got an aura about him as well. You know yeah. he's like a force we reckoned with. Yeah. Then you get the opening title sequence. He's a little dance. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. brilliant. We're yeah. coming to that it's as brilliant. well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then lastly, we're just down, and, and just the others. So you've got um, Jennifer Holland's Harcourt, who just looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then you've got... She works really well opposite yeah. Peacemaker as well. Yeah. She sort of hates him, but does sort of want to shag him as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in the group, you've got big Steve Agee, who's just brilliant as yeah. Ecompomos. I can't pronounce his name in it. Um, and then Daniela Brooks as the, uh, I can't remember her name, Rachel or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, just that, that little, like, group of analysis and your Har- Harcourt, who's like the can be a gun. Black, Black Widow. Yeah, Black of. Widow sort okay, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I just think all of them, their chemistry yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Spot on. It's brilliant. Everything yeah. works. Um, but yeah, can we talk about the title sequence? Yes, yes. we must. <laughs> um, now, I just, I, I don't actually know, which is, again, I don't know if you're fans or not. So we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, I, when I first watched this, I, mean, I, was, the, I was the first one to watch this out of us. And I just couldn't believe that title sequence come up and it's absolutely stupid and it's mm. ridiculous. But I, I want to ask my question to you, have you skipped it? Um, I can't. Oh, oh, you can't? Uh, if I could, I would. Oh, you would skip it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you vaguely remember you saying you're not a fan. No, I, I, first of all, I was, but I'm getting a bit tiresome of it. I think <laughs> okay. now I just want okay. sort of, when it comes out, I just want Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. And then go into written by James Gunn. Okay. And that's what I want. See, I, I saw the um, opening title sequence before I watched the first episode. And I watched it and went, oh, this is very James Gunn. And so I was like, oh, yeah, not not a big fan of this really. But then I watched the first episode and obviously it isn't at the start of isn't at the start of every episode it's a couple of minutes in or whatever and I watched it the first time and I was like this is quite funny actually I quite like it even when you've got like the the extreme racist just dancing along and you've got them all dancing dancing around peacemakers or an eagle comes in and the little um, what's his what's the little villain judo master judo master when he comes uh, cartwheeling or whatever he does and he picks him up I was like this is quite funny and you know what Um, I could skip it obviously it's a bit harder um, to skip the normal channels of seeing it. Um, but I, I haven't. Oh, actually. you haven't? haven't? Okay, fair enough. And do you know why? Because the little song gets in my head. <laughs> do you want to taste it? <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. The little song gets in my head. And I was, and I, I normally I'll skip them. Like every show that on Netflix or whatever, I always watch the first opening credits. And as soon as the first one's over, skip intro no, on that. every show I ever watch. I think we're breaking bad. Yeah, that's very what, short. Want, that's yeah, very okay. short. That's, that's like ten seconds at max yeah. at the break. I used to watch Power because that is a tune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be the reason. Yeah. I really like the little tune. I do, yeah. Of this, and I and I've I've found myself humming it. Okay, no, <laughs> no, fair enough. I, I weren't sure if any of you yeah. would have um, done it. I haven't skipped it yet. I do. I I adore it. Um, and it's gone like extremely viral. Yeah. It's loved. Um, but yeah, fair play to James Gunn. He just does what he wants and when he wants, and it and seems to. Just it's work. very yeah. evident with both his Guardians films, he's very good at picking songs for oh. shows and movies. And because there's a lot, there's quite a few songs in Peacemaker, like when they're driving around and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're very, they're very good. They work very well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, that, well, that's the car. So let's, just, let's just talk about the story then is, because uh, again, it's very weird, but I feel like the last two episodes have been really sort of, not just because it's a cliffhanger, but I am now, when it first happened, I'll be honest, I was a bit like, 
Okay, I'm not really sure what this butterfly thing is. I mean, yeah. end of episode three when they first come about, really creepy, wasn't it? The, family. the family, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then vigilante brilliantly just mm. takes over the sniper and starts going boom, 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 <laughs> and starts popping them. And then Judah Master just he's, he's singing a little song as well when yeah. he's doing it, isn't he? And Judah Master just comes and kicks the shit out of them all. He's like he's him, so man. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just uh, the story I wasn't so sure of. But then when it the, the twist was that um, Mern, um, the the leader yeah. of this group, is also a butterfly. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know where it can go. Yeah, but I am very... And after the end of the fifth episode, um, I can't remember a character's name, but Daniela Brooks... Adebayo. You are right. Yeah, 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 you've got it. Adebayo, she um, puts on the helmet of Peacemaker and says the the, the fun sort of, you know, activate my um, X-ray vision and sees that. And then there was a really horrific... When it goes... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, But yeah, I think what I'm trying to say is the story... It, I've completely 180'd and I'm now interested in what's going to happen um, yeah. in terms of this butterfly. I don't know what it is. I, I'll, I'll say it's, it could seem really weird to say because obviously we want, I want to some theories review here, it and um, review it and talk about the story. Um, I don't give a fuck about the butterfly <laughs> stuff. I don't think it's bad. <laughs> no, I no. don't think it's bad at all. I, but I don't really care. I yeah. quite like the other, I quite like the team aesthetic and yeah, whatever yeah. they're doing together. And I, I quite like the dads, the, the polar opposites of the dad and stuff like that. I, I, don't really care what's happening above. Yeah. It's a big part of it, obviously. And I did like the scenes with it. And Mern has is is one as well. I'm like that was quite interesting because the end of the fourth one, he gets a phone call and he starts using his little weird tongue thing yeah. to eat. And then you see it in the fifth episode. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really care. I'm having a good time with it. I don't really don't really care about this because it's it's not a groundbreaking story. It's, it's like it's done, you know, like invasion of body snatchers and all stuff yeah. like this, where something's taking over the bodies or they're impersonating someone else. So I don't really care, but I, I don't care that I don't yeah. care. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. My only thought with this butterfly thing, the only thing I think at the moment it could be is uh, his name Mern. Yeah. That he wants to take out the butterflies that are the most threat to him. Yeah. yeah. And, and he wants to be a leader of yeah, the Yeah, so that's yeah, why yeah. he's sort of taking out the ones. He's not taking all of them out. No. He's just taken out. I do, I do feel months. like he isn't bad. Something tells me he's not bad. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I might be wrong, but something's telling me that you, you're sort of, at the minute, you're rammed down your throat. If a butterfly takes over, yeah. you're, they're bad and need to be killed and stuff yeah. like that. But he's given off, not just because he was undercover as a butterfly, something's telling me he's got an ulterior motive than just infiltrating the government yeah. as that a butterfly. Could be a good point because you think. How does Adebayo get out of this? Yeah, yeah, she's not going to be killed. I yeah. don't think so. There's no way out because there's no one around, and then someone swoops in. But you think she's she's dead or she's not? Yeah. So if she dies, then it's he's part of the deep state. Yeah. If she doesn't, then he is undercover. And, uh, Unless good, he good makes butterfly. her become yeah. a butterfly as well, <laughs> because the butterfly True. in the jar doesn't seem bad. He's make a court buffer on the drive. I don't think it's got much of an option, and it's, and it's high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. high on weed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think whether it might come to just not be a great story, but then again, we don't care, like Craig said. Yeah, yeah. I don't. But really. there is some. There is a bit of mystery to it at the minute. But so let's stay on that. The Eleventh Street I, Kids. I just say, on, I, no, I hope they fight a giant one of them. Just a giant. More, more accurately, more like a mosquito. Yeah, not, yeah, not a, yeah, a buffalo. Yeah. But. Um, the other bit I didn't really get, because they have mentioned that they're aliens, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They're alien invasion. Because they've got little tiny spaceships. That little thing was a spaceship he had, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. What, what that little silver thing? That he when it, didn't he say it was a spaceship? I don't remember. Pro- yeah, I'm sure he said it was yeah. a spaceship. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm yeah. wrong. I'm, I'm sure he said yeah. it's like this. Doesn't he say it's like a silver little spaceship or something like that? So is that where they all come on? All these little tiny, <laughs> yeah. little tiny things? I don't know. But anyway, yeah, go on. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the last episode for me was fantastic in every 
um i thought it's flawless the so 11th street kids the help the way that come about um and just the the madness of the gorilla so obviously the the mission is they're on this funny little bus or like van and they're going to a compound where they know where they believe butterflies are doing something and then mm. it turns out they're making this batch of nectar food sort or of nectar stuff, it, yeah. yeah very good nectar that there's so much of it how many butterflies are there on earth um, and that's what Mern sent the team there to do. But in such a short time, I just thought they the way they bonded and then singing in the end after killing a gorilla, you'd think, what are you talking about? Yeah. But it just... That, that gorilla bit was very unexpected. It was so <laughs> unexpected. Just a gorilla out of nowhere. And the way that... Um, uh, comp- Steve Aggie's Ecompamos, whatever he, the name is, um, when he's on the thing and he, after he kills yeah. the gorilla with the chainsaw, when they're on the, the van on the way back, I really laughed at this bit. When he went, then he went, no, no, I've that oh. bit coming as well. And then when he's on the bus, he's covered in blood. And they, he goes, I killed a gorilla with a chainsaw. And he goes, who does that? <laughs> and it's just like, it's just so nutty. I like the bit after yeah. the vigilante was basically like, he was a bit of a dick. He's like, he said, I said it just before he went in. I wanted to kill someone with a chainsaw. <laughs> and then he comes in and kills one. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just think the way the last two episodes has added James Gunn, not just comedy and action, he's James Gunn's writing of heart has come into this now. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel a connection between all these characters as the 11th Street kids. Have, have I missed something? It, has they explained what happened to his brother? No. His brother died. Yet. They, have, yet. they haven't. Not yet. Have they? So that's, oh, yeah, I assume yeah. that's coming about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know what happened because he has like a seizure, doesn't he? The flashback. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, let's talk. That that scene was, that was really odd. Was, yeah, it was. was that, yeah. I think that was the end of episode four. Yeah, when yeah. he's getting when drunk he's, and high. And he's getting drunk and high and yeah. he's got the, the picture of his brother. Yeah. His dad just spoke to him in prison basically saying, I wish you, I wish you died cause, and yeah. your brother was here and you're the cause. And then the flashbacks of when he's high and drunk, you think he's just doing another dance sequence, John Cena. And then, yeah, he just you see flashback of his brother like horrifically dying, having seizure, you foam at the mouth and stuff. It's just, yeah, it, it, there's a layer to this. And I don't, as Craig said, I don't think we've got all the layers yet as to what's happening in the story. But... It's balanced so well, and I just hope they can keep it going. But I have faith at the minute. I think the first yeah, five episodes yeah, yeah. have yeah, really built absolutely, on it. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, but yeah, I suppose now, um, anything we've gave our ratings, we've we've delved into any any moments out of the five you want to speak about about um, uh, any any vigilante moments you've missed, any any things you didn't like, any things you did like. I've got a couple. <laughs> that, that whole warehouse scene when they're in the warehouse, yeah. I really oh. like that. And the bit where he throws the bomb, and she goes, um, yeah. "Run, run out of the bay would have been nice." Where you, don't run from a fucking grenade. <laughs> yeah. like, that's really cool. Do I have to, it's a, do I have to tell you? Do yeah. to move from an explosion? I, I like the swearing in it. I really yeah. like the swearing. Yeah, because sometimes it can come off like they're just adding it in for, you know, fucks and shits in yeah. for no reason at all. But it, it works. It's really good. Um, I liked the uh, the vigilante uh, peacemaker torture scene under, oh, under the house yeah. when that he's like, brilliant. basically like, just, just cut do, his do, yeah, to do whatever you want. Yeah, just do whatever to him. And then, because even after that, yeah, like a lot of superhero things when they're injured and that, it just, it's gone. But he's yeah. like stumbling around and he keeps giving all these stories about, I need this toe to, to walk and balance that. And he's like limping about everywhere. And it's, I, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. Do you know what I think, to, to sort of some thoughts to end on, do you know why I think this is working <clears throat> so well? Is that, we're not, let's face it, we are not starved of superhero shit, no, are no. we? We've got every story we could possibly want. I mean, we've just had Spider-Man No Home. Now we've got the Batman coming. We've got the MCU and... Mm. And I just, I think what what's helping this is is that no one, re- no one really sort of cares. And that sounds horrible, but what I'm trying to say is whether this is crazy or stupid or not, you can just enjoy it because yeah. it's not your only superhero thing you're having this year. That you're going to have your comic stuff and your 
it's just a crazy story about someone never even dreamed of seeing on TV, Peacemaker as a character. And I feel like you can just sit back and enjoy a story yeah. because you ain't starved of superhero stuff. And I and, think that's helping. And it. also, there's, there was no real expectations for this. Absolutely. Yeah, bar was completely yeah, low. Yeah. Even, even the Suicide Squad, everyone yeah. was like, oh, well, I won't speak for everyone, but I thought the first one was crap. Yeah. And there was no expectation in that. And that blew everyone away. Brilliant film. Um, we was pretty much up there with level with Shang-Chi. We yeah. sort of think yeah. we said it at the yeah. time, didn't we? Um, but then coming into this, it was a little bit like, oh, okay, interested to see this character. Don't know what you can do with it. No expectations. Pop it on. And everyone's had a good time with it. Mm. Whereas, like you said, Spider-Man and the Batman coming up, there's huge. Yeah. Spider-Man met it, done well yeah. with it. This Batman's got huge Massive. expectations. So you, I don't, that's, this, this is why I said, when I saw Spider-Man a second time, I enjoyed it better mm. because expectations were gone. Didn't yeah. need to. I was just sitting there enjoy a film. Yeah. And I think that's what's brilliant about this Peacemaker one. No one expected it to be as good as it is. Well, I wouldn't say that, just there wasn't no, a hype think, around, you know, to, like, to think, think this is going to be really enough. good. Yeah. Like Hawkeye. Yeah, 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 yeah well, yeah, no, exactly Again, that. again yeah. very yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah. everyone drops their bar a little bit for Hawkeye, then, and it turned out. Then we look at Book of Boba Fett, as we discussed, listened to last week's episode for episodes one to three. Well, no, four. Episodes one to three were... Episode one to four, sorry. One to four, yeah, yeah. And we talked about last week, but... With that, Star Wars, obviously, expectation is always going to be up there, and it's been crap. Yeah. Well, one to three, crap. Four, good. Bad, Five, yeah. fantastic. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it works because of that. If they bring out another one, when, or actually now, if they brought out another one, you know, another character from the, the Suicide Squad, higher. yeah, the bar will be higher. So yeah. it will be, I think, just run with this. Do, yeah. do your second series, do your third series, whatever. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Also, one thing I am really liking about not not just um, not just this Peacemaker, but I am, and I this is nowhere near a dig at Marvel because I am massive Marvel fan. The MCU is absolutely brilliant, but there's only so far in terms of tone they go with yeah. those films. Yeah. And I think we're in a bit of a stage now, which is why I think Invincible has been been so well received. I think it's why the Suicide Squad has been well received. I think why the Batman's being so hyped, not just because it looks amazing. I think it's because everyone, I feel like there's a niche now for R-rated, I know the Batman isn't, but there's a niche now for R-rated dark tones. Again, because we're not starved, because MCU mm-hmm. are just pumping out loads of stuff for us and we're carrying on loving it. Yeah. There is, people are yearning for a bit of R-rated comic book stuff and James Gunn is delivering a little bit as of last year and this year. And not just James Gunn, obviously Invincible, like I said, and I just feel... I want more of that stuff, which yeah. is why Deadpool I, succeeded. It's, it's, I've said this from the very start. Let Marvel do their colourful, yeah. more family-friendly um, films. Uh, DC, just do what you want. Like That's the reason why the Joker was so good. Yeah. It was a, didn't necessarily have to be R-rated, but the story behind it was dark, and it yeah. was, you know, tackled a lot of mental illness and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's something that Marvel's not going to do. So do that. DC, like with the Suicide Squad and yeah. Peacemaker now, very risky what they've done. You know, doing a whole story about a massive racist and swearing and, you know, all this other stuff in it and the action and the violence or whatever. Do just DC do that. Yeah. Then you then you've got both sides of a market. Like the Batman, obviously not <clears throat> not R rated, but certainly very dark. Oh, extremely, yeah. yeah. Whereas where they in my opinion went wrong, Wonder Woman eighty four, mm. um, even Aquaman, I know you like it and I, I think it's okay. Yeah. But they went very colourful, very family friendly. Aquaman was basically a, a fighty version of Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was very colourful and stuff like that but 
I absolutely agree. Yeah. You just have to. DC's just corner that side of it. And I think I'm not saying Moon Knight will be. I don't. I think I've, I'm tempering my expectations for how dark Moon Knight will be. But I feel like the reason that is so hyped is because that doesn't look like Marvel at time. When I'm yeah. watching that trailer, mm-hmm. it looks dark and there's as crazy schizophrenia and mental. It's because we don't. We're not used to that, and we're getting loads of it from Marvel, which is great. Yeah. But there's there's corners we can go, and like Craig said, just DC and other things just stick to that. This is this is why I think DC and Warner Brothers we've slagged them off enough, but I think this is where they've missed the boat a bit because now bringing you know Matt Murdock back, their Daredevil series are very D DC ish. Same yeah, with yeah. the Punisher and Extremely, stuff like that. Yeah. And if they're going this way with Moon Knight, which looks slightly more darker and more violent, and they certainly can go this way with Blade. Yeah, and possibly you know Dane um, Kit Harrington's character mm-hmm. from Eternals looks like it's going to go that way as well. And if they bring in Ghost Rider, then they will then have a darker, more yeah. violent side. And you know the rumors of John Burnfall coming back—that is the darker, more violent side of it. But DC could have been doing this know, years ago. Yeah, very but, strange. But if they carry on with this winning streak yeah. and Batman looks fantastic, as we've all said, um, then they should have any problems. Yeah. But it is Warner Brothers end day. So <laughs> Very true. <laughs> well, just uh, I don't know if anyone saw that. Discovery looks like their thing will be done this oh, this yeah. quarter, which is um, for anyone that don't know, it's just just quickly Discovery big merger with uh, AT and T of basically getting rid of Warner Media, and it's going to be Discovery that that have the full throw. So it's a full on sort of takeover slash merger that I personally think only good things can come from it. But we yeah. will see. We will see. But but yeah, um, that pretty much wraps up for Peacemaker. We'll do a, a finale later on in um, in February. It would be when it's so in a few weeks' time. If it's going to be as crazy as Mister Gunn says, yeah, um, which it never will. Be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so for now, shall we jump on to screens? Yeah. No jingle. No jingle. No jingle, no jingle. Right. We're going to go straight into it. I'm, I'm not yeah. being around a bush. Yeah. <laughs> so don't sit back, Connor. <laughs> My um, so <laughs> um, we are going to a little bit of an extended segment on this one because we are going to be talking about episode five of the book of Boba Fett you mean um, slash <laughs> yeah the Mandalorian um, it was a season three teaser let's have it right it that's, was, that's it what was. It was. Yeah. so before we jump into it, it for anyone that hasn't watched it even if you're you liked Mandalorian but have not watched Boba Fett or you haven't watched either just go and watch this, even for just for cinematography, for story. This is the prequel to season <laughs> yeah. three. It is. It, it has yeah. to be. Um, so, yeah, before we get started, what it is, it's episode five of the Boba Fett. Um, Boba Fett doesn't feature in it, and it's the <laughs> highest rated um, episode so far, which I think is humiliating for yeah. the show. Massively. Um, but, yeah, it's a, as Craig said, it's a Mandalorian-centric um, episode, and in a word, in my opinion, it's absolutely flawless. Um, so, uh, what do you think of the episode? It's in space. Thank you very much for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I saw space yeah i'm happy yeah, true. Fine, yeah. So, i mean yeah yeah Look, it it took it took everything from the the last episode of mandalorian season two you know the dark saber um you know just he looks cool space like con said um it just it just expanded on that and i thought it was it's brilliant and to be fair I, there's there's about three or four things in this episode that gave me a major nerdgasm yeah there was there was incredible <laughs> things this and I, one of my favourite Star Wars ships ever, I said this to you afterwards, is from Phantom Menace, the yellow and silver Naboo Starfighters. They looked fantastic and they're never seen again. Yeah. They're never seen. You can't even play, play you were never able to play as them in the space battles on the games, which is really it's odd. It's really odd. You could it? play on them on the ground maps where you can just sort of fly over it, which is shit, but they could never <laughs> yeah. have, but they looked great. And, the and they got that, Craig's emails. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they looked great and then they, he's got, a new, a newly rebuilt one that hasn't been seen in the Star Wars universe for years, like tens of years now. And it, even like the shabby, I'm say shabby chic version of it, it looks incredible. Yeah. I really liked that ship. 
Uh, I'm going to go straight away with that starting scene to talk about that. That three, three and a half minutes was ten times better than the previous. I did, I did, I quite liked episode four, if I'm honest, yeah. of Boba Fett, but it just blew away everything I've watched, including episode four, those opening three minutes with the mm-hmm. dark saber, the brutality, seeing him again, the tune, the, the voice acting, the armor just looks better. I don't know how that's happened. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought the opening scene, uh, well, I don't know what you thought about that. When you, when you, you see him by the curtain or wherever he is. Oh, my yeah. oh, it's so cool. And immediately as well, I thought, because I thought going to the episode, I thought maybe we'll see him sort of halfway through. Oh yeah, I did. Bang, he's there. And I thought, right, this is it. You've got me. That's what I needed to do. Do you remember me and Craig laughed once about uh, Mandalorian season two when they, they had an Ahsoka tease, didn't they? Yes. And me and Craig were going all week on the podcast yeah. going, she will be a little bit at the end. She won't She won't be there like right at the beginning. As soon as the next episode, you were... Literally. And they just hit us with that straight away. But even more because it was so centric to the Mandalorian. But I was surprised how... Because like, we talked about it before. They can be as violent as they like because they're, they're aliens. It doesn't count. Yeah. But I was surprised how much he was hacking and slashing. Like, he sliced him across the... Sli- if it was like a Game of Thrones example, the guts would have fallen out yeah. where yeah. they was doing it. I know, obviously, you wouldn't do that in this, but it looked great. It as soon as he ignites that Darksaber, I mean, I fucking bought one, like, the moment after the episode yeah. ended, um, and after a few drinks. But, um, <laughs> it, yeah, that, that opening scene was just uh, it's brilliant. And a big yeah. shout-out to Bryce Dallas Howard, oh. um, obviously, directing this episode. Because it, I felt like I, I I was so, I know it was so good, but I felt done after watching it because mm-hmm. in a great way, because it had, there was all a bit, it gave us a little tease that the Mandalore cinematography, by the way, when it was like Terminator 2. That's what it was yeah, meant it was. to be. It was, it yeah. was, what it was meant to be. It about. was insane. Um, and yeah. then you had the the big, what, what even was that? The big ball, I don't even remember. Whenever it explodes, that big, you know, the Mandalore flashback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it starts and then all this fire, cut, the, it looks like, Cinematography, spectacular. incredible, spectacular, yeah. um, and then you have. You, you know that was purposely meant to do to be done like Terminator, and even the K two SO droids were meant to be like the T eight hundreds. Ah, it was meant to, was, the parallel of it was actually meant to be that because that is like um, Terminator four D. Yeah, Joe when they're shooting, yeah. it was exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Like it, was, it was meant to be. That's meant cool. to be. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then not only did we get flashbacks of a of a call, we've spoke about that Mandalore bit from Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you had the really cool, um, oh, what's his name? Ves- Ves- Vizsla. Vizsla. The really cool jewel, because, I mean, you knew straight away he was coming for that dark saber. Yeah. Because the camera stayed yeah, on him, didn't it? I was like, he's got a jewel in there. <laughs> but to be fair, he, I didn't expect him, because he's from House Vizsla. Which is that nerdy. bloke, isn't it, who had it in Yeah, so, he was, so pre-Vizsla is the first ever Mandalorian Jedi who created the dark saber. Ah, oh, okay. And so the only reason he wanted it back is because... Not only is he part of House Vizsla, he was he's actually a descendant of him. Yeah. But you have to win it by combat. Yep. You can't just have it because it's yeah. your dad's or granddad's or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Probably for thousands of years before that, but whatever. But yeah, it just had a really good story, that, that scene yeah. there, in a short time. And then it jumped into the next thing. And then it, at, the, at the end, it left us moving on to what the hell are that him and Boba Fett going to get up to? But yeah, I just... Didn't I get to that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just can't believe how brilliant this was. Yeah. And maybe it was a little bit because... We all are big fans of Mandalorian and stuff like that. but um, And a, a big credit to all of them, Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau and that, because I know you don't like this, what I'm about to say, Craig, but it only means how good they are as Star Wars yeah. creators. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. me and Connor had a chat, um, not like iconic of that, but for me, in my opinion, I don't, I don't know what you think, Con, the Mandalorian is my favourite Star Wars character as of right now. 
I love a lot of them. Mm. But as of right now, if they, if they said you can only have a certain someone for so-and-so or who do you want to see more of or who did you have the most fun watching, I I think he is perfect. He's the perfect character. I sound yeah, really stupid now, but cool. I don't know. I just... No, he, he that's is, a credit to him, isn't it? And yeah, it is. There's, I mean, I don't think anyone in the sequel trilogy is anyone's favourite characters. <laughs> um, and um, But... He, he is up there with one of the best characters and it's because he's a ruthless bandit. Well, obviously you see the softer side of him with Grogan, right? Yeah. But he is this ruthless bandit, which he proves over and over again with the things he actually does. And um, they, because they were responsible for creating Ahsoka as well, who is a huge character in the Clone Wars things and people love her. She was and, my favourite. Yeah, she was Before, a very, very yeah, good character. Yeah, and then when yeah. she turned up, Amanda was fantastic in that. And it's always nice seeing a different colour lightsaber <laughs> yeah. in it, a white lightsaber. Yeah. We've got dark sabers, we've got everything now. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, not so much with Ray's yellow one, do that. Um, but <laughs> but they, they have, you're right, they have done really, really well. And he is cemented as one of the best uh, Star Wars characters. Not my favourite, obviously, that's, no. that's Han. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I just, um, well, they had him and they thought, what, how can we make him better? I know, give him a bloody dark lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, they've just nailed it. And cool. Yeah, I can't. I am now, that's now gone up to Mandalorian season three is now one of my most anticipated oh, seasons massively. off of one episode. Yep. But I think you've got a, you're going to have to see more of this because at the end of this episode, he says, I've got to go see Grogu first, make a small little yeah. visit because he's melted down his spear. I must say, he didn't get much for that spear. And, <laughs> and a huge that, spear, yeah. he gave him a little bag like this big. Yeah. Touching moment. Yeah, it was touching nice. I've, yeah. Do you know what? I'm a little bit disappointed. Well, I wouldn't say disappointed. I thought when he was melting it down, my idea was he was going to make a little, little lightsaber. Yeah, but the hilt just made out of Beskar, which would have been cool. fantastic. Yeah. Because there's been other Star Wars films where the lightsabers are chopped in half yeah. and then they're fucking useless. Make it out of Beskar, you ain't got that problem. It yeah. looks like he's made him a little chain, chain mail vest. Yeah. Which yeah. is still cool. I quite like that. Yeah, but are we... So, surely he's going to... Unless in this episode, this next one tomorrow, or today, um, surely they're going to have to go, yeah, we need you first. Because they can't have another episode of him going, no. obviously, Grogu and that. And then coming back within the same episode, surely it's gonna. He's gonna yeah. have to go, you have to put that on the back burner, Mando. Come on, come I with think us. So, here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Ming Na Wen's character Fennec yeah. will go with um, the Mandalorian to that Jedi Temple. I don't, I, I, I do want Boba Fett in the next one though. I, yeah, you're gonna have I mean, to. Don't get me yeah, wrong. You're gonna I, have to. I don't mind if we just see the Mandalorian. But what I mean is, just for this story, I do need Boba Fett. And but hopefully, he, we said it before in series two. They worked really well so together well. when he was, you know, fighting and smashing stormtroopers up yeah. and that. He, really well I saw a horrifying theory about what happens and I have to share in, in it in a good or bad way no it'd be good for the show but right. it's 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 horrifying so don't you dare say Grogu does <laughs> well I'll tell you I'll tell you for why because this <laughs> this time period is about when Kylo Ren's with Luke training and his story ends with killing all them Jedi's training and burning down the temple and going on to become Kylo Ren yeah um there's a horrifying theory that maybe he doesn't go see Grogu now, but he goes in his own series, in series three, and when he gets there, they're all slaughtered and it's burnt down. And then he just goes proper, like, back to Mando, like, proper bounty hunting. Yeah. I would really like... Imagine he pulls his because, little coat out the fire yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't but, think that is going to happen. I, I don't it, think... The timeline, because ha- Grogu's yeah. not alive. By the time yeah. it gets there, so there's I no other ones. I don't think Disney can. No, yeah, it's no, true. I yeah, don't yeah. think. I think they're in a bit of a sticky yeah. situation because that would be good. Yeah, and that would be good for the story. That would make a fantastic series. But I think Disney in a sticky situation. Yeah, they've made the plushes. Girls love him. Kids love him. <laughs> Everyone loves Baby Yoda mm-hmm. or yeah. Grogu. Grogu, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you kill Grogu now, you're gonna have an absolute up. Not, not with Star Wars fans. 
Or yeah. not hardcore I think, Star I think Wars the stories fans. would be. I think the story would be great. Yeah, I think it'd be with casual fans, no, you can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. We, we love him. He's yeah. only a baby, and he, there'll be there'll be. He's not. It's fifty years old. <laughs> I do think that's a great story, yeah. and I sort of hope they go the that timeline way. Timeline works. I just if I'm if I was a better man, and we're on record, so we'll remember. I I well, don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Um, I don't know if he's going to take him in the next episode away from this temple. I just don't think he will die with, with Carlo Ren's slaughter of that temple. I don't. But know. he has to. Yeah, yeah has it, to it makes total sense. Unless but, they just, you know, if they only do another a third series of Madon, maybe he's still alive for that, and you just have to assume that that's what happened. Because there's definitely because yeah. there's comics of it's called the Rise of Carlo Ren. I've read them. I have them, <laughs> and it shows you what happens at the Jedi Temple. And my, I mean, there's no Grogu in it. But there's horrific. Oh, it's pretty, pretty bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, fair enough. We'll, we, we'll be doing a um, Boba Fett finale. I, I do think this is going to kick off in the next couple of episodes. Yeah. yeah. So again, late in a few weeks when the finale hits, we'll be um, looking at that together. About the same time, isn't it? Yeah. I think. I think, I think Boba Fett's before. Um, there's eight. There's three yeah. more Boba Fett, and then then there's. Oh yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I think because they come out on Thursdays, Peacemaker, yes, so it'll be true. the yeah, next yeah. week. Even yeah. though, and, well, they're, yeah. they're up. We'll work out. Um, so yeah, uh, and we'll just jump for straight to you now, Con. Anything else on your screen? Yep, I watched uh, Nobody. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a fun ride. <laughs> it's a bit Home Alone at the end, but we'll we'll get past it. I liked it, but I think it's a bit too fantastical. Like when they're when they've got the um the big metal poles and he shoots them out of a cannon and it all just go straight into every single one of them. I thought it was a bit. Is bit it, yeah, I, I felt it was a bit of a rip off. Remember Equalizers last scene yeah. in the warehouse? Yeah, very very similar. But I had a really good time with that yeah, film. It's a good film, but I mean. He deserves what he got because he's out of all the way he done in the first place, beating them kids in the bus. Very you know? true. Um, also watching Kanto. I now I thought it was a wonderful film. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, I thought it was really, really, really nice film. Really good film. Do you see uh, what I mean about the ending now, though? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I thought you know with Disney, I like to give a message. Yeah, and I thought well, they lost. You you care about it? Well, they lose all. They, all of them lose all their abilities, so they're all the same. Right. And I thought that's quite a nice sight. She's now back part of the family. She helped to save things. But back part of the family, everything's come back together. I thought, that's a nice Disney thing. But then, when she goes to touch a door handle, all the house gets built back together and yeah. they get all their abilities yeah. back. But she still doesn't. And I thought, that would have been nice that at the end, oh, she saved everything, saved the family, saved the house, saved the town, that she then gets abilities and she fits in. Yeah. But at the end of it, it was no different to the beginning. Yeah. yeah. That was my only... I thought, either way, there would have been a nice message for Disney like to put in. Yeah. And they didn't. It was just the I, same. I think the message was be yourself. I think that was a message. Be yeah. yourself and yeah. don't... And sort of... Because none of them were themselves. So like the strong woman was just strong. But she had feelings as well, but she was hiding them. Yeah. The girl was perfect. Was perfect. She was planning to be, but she didn't want to be perfect. I think that was it. I think it was sort of be yourself and just... Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Well, yeah. the music was good. And um, is it Stephanie Beatrice, that her name? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, she was. I didn't realise she was. You couldn't tell cool. she was Rosa. I can't, I can't remember the name of the song, but did you Bruno. see it? That's the one. It's that's gone. the only that's the only song I thought was good. Yeah. Well that's yeah, the one cool. that's made history or something for a Disney. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, I think even oh, more be- than Frozen. Even better than Let It Go, I think. Is I think that was part oh, of the headline. Yeah. I think that's the first Disney thing to go a certain point in the charts. Or yeah. something like that. I'll Google all this, but yeah. That's pretty that, that's that, Bruno. That was that catchy. Yeah, yeah. Was it we don't talk about Bruno and it was called that. The rest of, but the rest of the word, weren't fantastic. Very good, but not. Yeah, I not, didn't like the one with um, Maribel and uh, the strong woman. I, I didn't like that. 
Uh, oh, Holly loves that one. It's I, her favorite that, one. Oh. I saw that scene where she was kicking the house. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Not for me. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good fun watch. Yeah. I mean, it's worth watching. I, I guess we're now going to get no, on the money house. We're getting on the money house. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on part four, episode, just finished episode three of Money House part four. Uh, it's about to kick off. <laughs> it, it's, it's taken the, four series, is it? The show is fantastic. Honestly, I can't praise it enough. And Luke is a massive yeah. fan. He's finished it. And he said, there's a seat, there's an episode where you tell their budget's gone right up. And there's one episode where it's just an action film. It's just bananas. Is it the end of series three? I think, well, I think no, no, no. Oh. It's, it's part four or part five. Oh, okay. I think it's coming up because I think what Luke was saying, I think it's about to happen. into it. I, I can't praise it enough. Now, Go. I have something to say. Go on. Let me just put this caveat in because I'm I know... sick of the slander. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, he still enjoys it. Let me, yes, let me put this caveat in because when I mentioned it the other day to when we was out with, with yourself and Luke, um, I he just got the opinion from what I said that I fucking hate this show, which I never said. I think it's really good. I just don't think it's up there, up there. Right? I think it's really good. And I'm now on the second episode of Series 2, Part 2. Right? Yeah. I have one problem with it and it is starting to annoy me because it's every episode is happening. But the professor's a very clever man. Yeah. yeah. He arranges everything and prepares for everything. So far, I mean, I imagine at one point something does go wrong, right? Yeah, absolutely. But so far, nothing's gone wrong Yeah, in my bit, apart from when the hostages escaped, but they fixed it and predicted that may have happened, right? Yeah. There was a bit, series one ends, which I thought you, you said the other day, series one, they get out of the mint. No, it's part two. That's part two. Right, okay. Well, anyway. So, see, do you remember how series one ends? On, so me. series one ends with him take Raquel, um, the inspector, discovers the house where all the planning was. Yeah. Yeah. And she asked him to drive next to Eight Feeling Well or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they go there. She goes in this house, this hotel, uh, hotel. She goes in the house and finds all the DNA, like all the bottles and finds the plans and pictures of certain people and, he, and all this stuff. And then he's sitting in the car on his own, yeah. listening to the police radio and he's looking like he's shit himself, like going, fuck, what's going on here? Fuck, what's going on here? And then it ends, like, dramatically ends. Yeah. Episode one of series part two starts, and it just does, like, a flashback scene where he's prepared for this, and he actually has led her there to discover all this stuff. But every episode when that's revealed, the episode before, he's always looking at her, like, sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I've been caught. I've shit myself. Like, I don't know what's going on. Why does he keep doing that when he knows he's planning this? Because he's got to call in every three hours. And he hasn't called in. And there's only three hours left until he has to call no, in. No, no, not at that point. He'd, it's been 12 hours and then another 12 hours. It's every six hours he calls in. Yeah, so he's got to call in, but he's at the house and she's fully looking at the house no, no, so yeah, he but can't at, get back. Yeah, but at the time, he's looking at the camera, because he's looking towards the camera outside the car, like going, oh, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. At the same time, because he's listening to the radio and she's going... We found some DNA. We found the plans. We hit, look at the bedrooms. Here's here's some bottles. It's got DNA here. This and he looks like and it ends like that. Yeah. And then it starts on the next one. And it goes. Oh, no, the professor repair for this. <laughs> he put a he put a cigarette by here. Yeah. He put the DNA. What? But it's happened on loads of occasions. Loads of occasions. Why? When he thinks he's going to be, or you're led to believe, oh, they're going to be caught. They haven't prepared for this. They haven't prepared for this. And then the next thing goes. The professor knew what was going to well, happen. I know why. Day. I know why. And I won't stick on it because we need to move on. Yeah. I won't say going too much. But because he's such a perfectionist and his plan is perfect. And a part of his plan was to never be there when they found the house. So in, in his opinion, this isn't part of the plan. So he's, he's nervous. Because yeah, he, he doesn't wash your bed. <laughs> that's the character. Good answer. No, no, but, yeah, answer, he's a good answer. But there's pre, been previous ones, even when he's sitting in his little cider factory and listening over the things and when things are happening, he's like, oh, what's happening now? And then he goes, 
Yeah, don't so worry, you're a bit like, what's his effect for? Because he's yeah. one, he's on his own. Yeah. So who's he? Who's he? Do, he looks like he's worried he's about to be caught, but then every bit after that, he's like, yeah, don't worry, prepare for this. Well, he did just, this and this. Just wait till part three. Because I'm going to count. Like, like I said at the beginning, I really like it. Yeah. It's a very good show, but he's he's wired me out a bit. <laughs> Anything else on your screen, Mister? Nope, that's it. Over to you, Craig. Uh, Game of Thrones just continued um, on to series three already. Ooh, Powering through. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is a fantastic show. I thought watching it again would be a bit of a slog, but it's not. I know what's coming up next. The next episode, which we're going to watch after you piss off out, <laughs> um, is the uh, bit where uh, Daenerys gets the unsullied army, and she thinks the bloke thinks she can't understand what he's been saying, and he's been calling her like a whore and desperately goes tell her whatever the Western whore. It's one of my favorite. And, episodes. and then he holds yeah. the, he holds a dragon, doesn't he? And she just says Dracarys or whatever. That's coming up next, and then. Two episodes time is the Red Wedding. Oh. So I am looking forward to getting there. Um, it's not a slog at all. We watched three yesterday, which I'm quite surprised about. Yeah, yeah. I'm really enjoying it again. Oh, that scene. Um, I, can't remember the, I can't remember the name of the language now, um, but it's the way she goes. Um, Carvosi, I think, because it's in calf in it. Yeah, I don't know. That isn't that. In, it's, oh. it's, she says something. She goes, you thought it wasn't my mother tongue, and she starts speaking in it. Mm. It's absolutely flawless. That, yeah. That's one of the best moments in Game yeah. of Thrones. Oh, my God. Um, anyway. Right, uh, I've got not a lot to be fair. We've we've, um, we've mentioned all of it, but Superman and Lois really enjoying oh, yeah. this second season. Uh, second season, um, I really like me and me and Craig were laughing. Craig messaged me down. I thought you said it was Doomsday, um, so they've done something really clever. And um, so at the bottom of this pit, something's breaking out, and you you see it at the end of episode two, I think it is. Um, and it's, it looks this big figure that looks exactly like Doomsday in a shadow, like a figure coming out. Um, and then in, in the latest episode. Um, it comes out and it's got this, it's in like contained in this suit. And then inside that suit is uh, Bizarro, which long story short, it's Superman. But everything Superman is, is the complete opposite. So it's a, oh. Superman's great in, you know, really in for hope and, and love and stuff like that. Whereas this geezer is just evil as fuck. Oh, uh, so it's a complete opposite. And it's t- uh, Tyler Hecklin as well. As looking oh, up. I went, I said to him, that's why I've done it to save some Moola. Well, we yeah. all said that. We was all like, I know HBO is putting a bit of money in this, but Doomsday, a Doomsday character. Yeah. It's, that's a bit much, but um, but yeah. yeah, I think it's perfect villain for this series. I'm really excited. Do you know what? I keep forgetting that's out. I was sitting <laughs> yeah. there today. I think I had about an hour before something was happening. I was like, oh, before we went, Jim, I was sitting there for an hour and I went, well, what should I put on? So I watched Money Heist and I thought, because that's a program you got to concentrate on. Yeah. Should have just done You that. might want to finish that first though. You don't want loads juggling loads. And yeah, you'll, have a, you'll have a whole series to watch as well. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, so really, really enjoying that second season. Uh, and then, shock you, How yeah. I Met Your Father. Oh, is that out? Yeah, it's that four episodes. Oh. Uh, me and Sean have been secretly watching it. Um, do you know what? It's quite a surprise. It's actually quite enjoyable. Um, I thought it'd be terrible. I watched that out of curiosity. Um, it's not a rehash. It's not like you haven't got a Barney character. You haven't got a married couple. You haven't got... the Hilary Duff is a little bit Ted. But um, but yeah, really, really enjoying it. Um, and the, the nostalgia moments on the after the first episode, me and Sean screamed. Because <laughs> um, they they're in their apartment. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, clip, and yeah. they've got the swords. Do you remember oh, their yeah. classic swords? Well, I haven't seen it, but I saw yeah, that clip. You know the, other you know day, the swords, yeah. didn't yeah, you? Yeah. And um, they say something like, "Oh, we got it from da da da." They we even bartered with them to let them keep the swords. Yeah, um, really good. Uh, and then lastly, I don't know if you've seen that after party on Apple TV. No. You heard of that? Um, <laughs> it's uh, Christopher Miller, who's the Into the Spider Verse, across Spider Verse producer, and all that. Um, really fun. It's got Ben Schwartz, the Sonic voice. Um, do you remember the Funny Man from the Tomorrow War? The side, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah he's yeah. in it. He's really funny, uh, David Franco. Um, and it's basically, long story short, um, it's a murder mystery, 
about a, a, this, this high school reunion. They all go back to this um, David Franco's rich house and he gets thrown off a uh, balcony and then they're all telling their stories to the police and you don't know if it's a lie. They've all got motives, and it's but it's a comedy. Oh, that really, good. really yeah, good. That's sounds cool. Um, yeah, really enjoying that. Um, and that is it for me, Screams. Yeah, scraps. Scraps. Yeah. Bunch of scraps! I've got one scrap, and there's a scrap. It's not really a scrap either. Um, it broke today. <laughs> Did I say scrap again? <laughs> <laughs> um, Moses J. Mosley uh, died oh, yeah. today at 31. He was in um, Walking Dead. I don't, I don't watch it, but he's in Walking Dead. Uh, also in someone else as well, um, Hunger Games. Oh, Hunger yeah, Games oh, well. of course, yeah. Yeah, so he's 31, but no details, but rest in peace. Yeah, I've got uh, three scraps, quick ones. Um, my favourite man, Harrison Ford, uh, was recently asked in an interview if Han, Solo's, Han Solo was a false ghost in The Rise of Skywalker when he's talking to his son, Kylo Ren, um, after he froze, well, before he froze lightsaber. His answer, does anyone want to have a guess? Because you know care. what he's like. I hate Star Wars. Yeah, I don't care. Um, Pretty much both. Um, he, said, he said, I have no fucking idea what a false ghost is, and also, I don't care. Brilliant. <laughs> I really like it. Um, uh, Peacock, the streaming service, uh, lost $1.7 billion in 2021. Jesus. Good luck. Yeah. Apparently, they're still going to be going, though. Uh, and the last one for me is, this is what I thought you were going to mention earlier when you said about the games. Uh, Sony have uh, basically leveled up with... Um, Xbox because Xbox bought uh, Activision the other other week. Um, they've now bought Bungie Entertainment um, for three point six billion dollars. Yeah. Um, the only game that's of note is uh, what's it called? Uh, Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> I was like Diversion. <laughs> was like, uh, Destiny. Which I'm surprised. I looked it up earlier. It still has a huge player base. I yeah. played both of them. Um, very good, uh, but very samey. Got very same very quick. Um, we, play, we played it online before as well. Yeah. Um, but it's still a huge player base, so it's a big. It's not as big as Activision what oh, they've no, done, yeah, but, yeah. but PlayStation, I guess, are trying to make moves as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Halo is also Bungie, but Xbox own the IP for Halo. Uh, so oh yeah, that's what you saying earlier. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. did you um did you see as well that they've said that called Microsoft said don't worry, Call of Duty for the next three years coming. Mm. After that, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear, they can't yeah. remove it. They'll lose money. Yeah. They will lose. That yeah. won't make people buy. No. Because they'll still have Warzone and stuff, which will be free. Cool. They won't, that won't make people buy Xboxes. They'll just yeah. lose billions yeah. on people not buying Call of Duty. Yeah. Right, I'll rattle through these. Uh, so Peter Dinklage, did you see him have a pop? I did, yeah. yes. Um, so the uh, Snow White live-action film coming from Disney with uh, Rachel Zegler as Snow White, Gal Gadot, is also in it as well. Um, and Peter Dinklage has come out and said, basically, have I not done enough for dwarf, dwarfism and stuff like that? Because... You, you, you're boasting about Snow White is of Latin descent mm. now, and obviously Rachel Zegler is, is not white, but yet you're doing a movie about seven dwarves. Um, and then the rap, um, obviously a trade reporter, has come out and basically said that uh, Disney have sort of responded, and apparently they're, they're not doing dwarves now. Uh, apparently it's going to be yeah, magical you, creatures. Yeah, but have you, yeah, sort of, but have you read the other part of that report? No. So. I think this is. I think that isn't a response. I think this is what Peter Dinklage was talking about because what they've oh, actually okay, said right. is they're not using dwarf actors, but they're going to be. Oh, using, so he's got the um because they're because taking they, away roles from dwarves. Oh. That's right. So the the well allegedly right. But that's what he he's apparently speaking at. Apparently they're having full sized, regular sized humans. Yeah. But shrinking them down for these roles, but still sticking with one's a grumpy one, one's a sleepy one, which. You have to stick with them characteristics because yeah, yeah. that's that's part that's of it. The, but that's why he's. Oh, I do think that's harsh. Then I think, yeah, I I think he's got a point. I yeah, think. I do. Why? 
that's why I think he's saying I've done enough because fucking one of my favourite characters in Game of Thrones yeah. brilliant in it um, an elf <laughs> and, and <laughs> elf yeah yeah um, but yeah I think that's why allegedly why he's saying he's got the ump okay that, that I, yeah, I sort of understand but that. also what you said about the magical creatures thing is like why not just be a dwarf Stick, why have they got to be really like a weird magical imp or something yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. or a fairy or something it's odd but anyway um, then uh, just a quick update on Mr. Cruz and that is Tom his new action movie hopes to begin filming next year and just a reminder that part of that is going to be filmed in space uh, actual Mr. Cruz and I can't remember the Mission Impossible director now but he's going up there as well with Macquarie in it Chris That's Macquarie it. yeah, or yeah. Um, so uh, madness. madness that is madness yeah. um, and then uh, will it look as good as what was that film with uh, Gravity Gravity oh, yeah. will it look as good as that because yeah. that looked fantastic yeah. at the yeah. time um, uh, then Warner Brothers are, it's just a rumor, um, a, a rumor to want to film the Joker sequel starting in 2023. Um, and then lastly, uh, Joseph Morgan joins, officially joins Titans season four as Brother Blood. Don't know too much about him. I'm guessing it's a vampire of some sort. <laughs> um, and, uh, for anyone that doesn't know him, he's a very, very good, uh, sort of supernatural actor. None of you's watched Vampire Diaries. None of you's watched the originals, but he played a, Horror, a horrible villain called Klaus. You probably, might have, I don't know if you've seen his, you know his face, you should both know his face. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so he's joined uh, the Titan season four news. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, but that's it for Scrappies. That's the show. And that's the show. That's uh, show yeah. Next week, we, we're going to go and see Jackass. Yes. yes. Yeah. Forward um, to it. Moonfall comes out as well, but we've decided we are <laughs> skipping Moonfall yeah. and the moon can just hit us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go watch Jackass, hearing good things already, fun things, and we're going to break that down as well as all the news as well and, and stuff like that. So come back and listen to us. Uh, Weekly Cut on Twitter and Weekly Cut underscore on Instagram. My friends here, Connor and Craig, are going to now say bye. Bye-bye. And our money's Brad. I'll say bye, but Connor, I'm throwing it back to you for your line. Yeah, thanks for having us in your ears. Goodbye. <laughs>